terrible mood stayed that way until last night i apologized to bratty kid messed up her day off because i was fucking upset all day news on ticket sales weren't that much better but hey we're gonna do something about that we have done two things yesterday i said there is a huge huge announcement wait 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 before that uh our guy jose also known as chip sent me an email yesterday saying, hey, I got my tickets on. He even showed me a picture of his tickets. I would have believed you. So thank you so much for getting the tickets there, Chip. My man, the big news. I, I don't know which one to do first. There's two pieces of big news. No, we'll, we'll do the smaller one first. Okay, the smaller one is this. Uh, I was talking to, to the web experts that, that, that I work with. In Young Harm and Rapper. Now, we're trying to figure out this whole streaming system. Because I know that there are people that aren't going to be there. Dave Co., I'm talking to you. Not a problem. Not a problem anymore. Do you know why? Now, now here's the deal. <sighs> I want to I make sure everybody's here before, before anything. Let, let, let me say good mornings here. Uh, Braddy Kid, first one here this morning. She said, good morning. Well, Braddy Kid, I hope you have a wonderful day. Then she says, happy birthday. Wake me up when September ends. Yes, today is September 1st. That means there's only 16 days to go until Arnageddon happens. I, I, I mean, it's in crunch time now, people. Okay? So we got 16 days. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Hangtown Jen says, morning, ass family. Happy 9-1. Best month ever just began. I would I, that that is uh correct the mundo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Zippity doo da day. Three days till her birthday and sixteen days till Arnageddon. That's right, Arnageddon, his fiftieth birthday. 
Straight Fire says, happy hump day, everybody. Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! Bubba, where are you going? You can't go anywhere. We started a new TikTok page for you, buddy. That's right. That That's something else. We started one for him. Uh, Alicia says, good morning, uh, me and ass amigos. So happy to be able to be here live. I got Wednesday through Friday off with a new job for the family to go to Yosemite. But we got a new puppy. We're not able to stay at the lodge I booked. Oh, fucking dicks. And I'm not very many people want to watch a puppy that isn't potty trained yet. Why'd you tell him you got a new dog? I'm just taking it with me, but that's me. But she then says, uh, Silver Linings, I get to listen live versus catching up on the recordings. Well, there you go. So Alicia's in the house. Andrew says, Happy Hump Day. All right. Hump Day! Hump Day! Hump Day! Uh, Douglas says, Man, I love Rage Against the Machine. Fuck no, I won't do what they tell me, motherfucker. Yeah, they, they were a great band. Best live show I ever saw. Rage Against the Machine, Arco Arena. Douglas says, man, I love Rage Against... Oh, yeah, I already read that. Uh, oh, the good old days when Rage was against the machine. <laughs> I know, right? That's what Douglas says. Now it's, fuck yeah, I'll do what they tell you. Harrison, good morning. Hoping for a quick recovery for David Allen Coe, legend with September birthday. Yeah, David Allen Coe's in the hospital right now. They, you know what, Harrison? Uh, if that ain't country, uh, I don't know if you were listening back then. But if that ain't country, oh, Harrison, I got an update for you on the stand-up show, too. Um, if that ain't country, it's got a really bad word in there. And Apple has deleted it from everywhere. I still have the CD, so I can still play it if I want to. But I digress. Uh, Hot Mama says, happy hump day. Right back at you. Hump day. Hump day. Oh, uh, look at that. Day. Young Harm is in the house. Uh, y- Young Harm, y- you were instrumental yesterday. And man, man, you had a great idea. And we're going to do it. Uh, I'll be singing this all month. Ugh. <laughs> in front says, happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Young Harm says, sneak the dog in, Alicia. Ready Kid says, I'll watch him. Oh. You already got a big-ass dog who's licking his damn feet right now. Arise, good morning to you. All right, here is the big news. First, news one. The video will be available to you to watch. Just not live. Streaming services are really weird, and they're kind of hard to kind of figure out. So we did the next best thing. Are you ready for this? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I have my OnlyFans page now. That's such a good idea, Young Harm. Young Harm said, well, you can always do an OnlyFans page, record it, and then put it up there for people to get it. And that is what we're going to do. Bam! That shit just happened. I mean, I mean, seriously. I don't know if it gets much better than that. I mean... That just happened. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Boy, that escalated quickly. Oh, you did. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Just hold on to your reins, because the next one, the next one is huge-er, if that's a word. Uh, How much does that shit cost? I think I'm going to run it between $20 and $25. That's what I'm going to charge because tickets are forty dollars, and I'm going to charge you the whole boat if you get yeah, and you get to watch it at your house. And I will be mindful of where the camera is. 
<laughs> you don't even have to subscribe. All you got to do is go to that one page. I guess you can go. I didn't spend a lot of time on there because let me tell you, fucking setting up an OnlyFans page is like getting a job at the Pentagon. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do a fucking iris check in my eyes. I have to take a 3D picture of my face and my ID and the back of the ID. I have to donate blood. Oh. Oh, I'll show some nipple off on stage. I'm not afraid. (laughs) I feel a bit dirty. Only fans, Arnie, freaky music, and yep, I got excited. I feel wrong. You have to sign in with (laughs) W. Yeah, I know. I got to sign. I think it's a W9. I got to sign that, so I got to figure all that out later on. But the page is set after after two tries. Because the first time it was rejected, and I was like, fuck, they can really see my gut? I never showed a picture of my gut. But it got rejected because the, the, the picture where you got to show your face 3D was, it didn't take well. So I had to do all that again on the, and I had to use different uh, email address. I used the show email address. So once I have everything figured out, I I will give you all the addresses of where to go for that. Have we covered enough about that in in the sickness? And by the way, now the puppet series can happen. Oh, yeah. But, hey, that's a whole different thing. But now here's the big news. There is an added comedian. So I'll be headline. I'll go on last. Ellis. Be knocking out of the park. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, you've asked for her to come back, and now she's back. That is right. The one and only Cindy. Yes, that Cindy will be joining the stand up show. Cindy has been through a lot. I don't know if anybody follows her on social media, but Cindy will be opening that show. And I've heard some of the material. She went over some of the material last night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This this, this show could be the greatest comedy show of 2021. I'm just telling you that right now. You can have your, your comic relief. You can have all your big names here, but you want real laughs, you come to this. Yes, Scott. Good God. Oh, man. Uh, Douglas says, this made my day. I Now I will get to see your show. Awesome. Hangtown Jen says, yes, LMAO. Awesome. Hangtown Jen says, oh, my God. Make sure you bring her some jelly beans. Ogre Buenos Dias. I don't know if you got to hear, but we are doing the show. So no Esquire? No, no, the Esquire show is happening. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Esquire show is happening. Where do you think we're going to film it? And, yes, it will be available on OnlyFans pretty much as soon as I'm done. So you can't really see it live, but you can watch it whenever you want. So there you go. There it is. There's the news of the day. Pretty excited about it, got to say. But, yes, the, the show is going on. I'll be in Sacramento, what, two weeks from now? Yeah, I think, it, yeah, two weeks from now. I'll be there. Oh, hell yeah. I'm there with my uh, WWE belt and sign. Sweet. But it'll be a good time. I'll tell you that right now. All right. 
We got all that out of the way. Um, oh, we got to do this real quick. It's t-shirt time? Yeah, it is t-shirt What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 10. It's yeah, you're welcome, T-shirt time. Yeah. Yeah. T-shirt time. Look, I, 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 I'm glad I'm putting it up. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. Yeah, t-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You I'm just up, trying to let everybody now. know so they put their T-shirts on. Yeah, you trampaholic. By the way, today's T-shirt is my Neon Dion primetime shirt. It says, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good. Damn right. By the way, yesterday we came up with next week's uh, Mount Rushmore's. We're going to do three next week, right? We're going to do quarterbacks on Monday. And I know we have defenses. What was the one that we came up with for Wednesday? Does anybody remember that? Because I worked on those lists this morning. I, I, I So yesterday, let me tell you, let me read what you guys are saying here. Um, thank you for putting up the show online for those of us outside of California. Absolutely. I can watch it whenever I want in privacy, wink, wink. All right. After party for sure. Oh, yeah. Does OnlyFans have an option you can check to allow uh, for downloading so I can watch it offline? I'm not sure. I'll have to look. I, I will check that out, though, Kale. Uh, looking forward to Arnageddon more and more. It's going to be a good time. Never thought I'd subscribe to OnlyFans, and it would only be for a guy's page. Uh, worst, oh, worst quarterbacks. Worst quarterbacks. Okay. Good, good. Oh, oh no, no, no. Were we, no, draft flops. Yeah, it was going to be draft flops. I think, yeah, that's what it was. Thanks, Young Har. Uh, all right, so good. I got to work on that. That one's going to take a little bit of work. But, yes, that's there. Okay, we did T-shirt time. We read Chip's letter. Okay, I, I, I'm just, I, I got to do all my stuff here. Uh, big announcements and OnlyFans, yes, made those announcements. All right, I, I guess we can kind of start the show. Oh, let me let me run you through yesterday. So, got done with the show. Got news about tickets. It wasn't that good. I was depressed. I went to my room. Brady Kid was mad because I messed up her day off, right? I'm sorry. Since uh, this is on OnlyFans, remember, you can't go full frontal anymore. Oh, no, they changed it. Ogre, OnlyFans is still doing porn. Oh, yeah, they, they, they rescinded that. They're bringing the porn back. Creating an OnlyFans to see the show, easy. Explaining to wife, not so easy. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Just have her watch it along with me. Dave Co., good morning. I just made the announcement, Dave Co. You know, since you're going to be in Hawaii while I'm doing my 50th birthday, you can watch the, the show, not live. It's not going to be live. You can download it on OnlyFans. Bam. You're welcome. Worst quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl, that's Trent Dilfer, and I think there's one other guy. That one's not too big. I will repeat, you can't go full frontal, please. Yeah, okay. I, I get what I'm picking up what you're putting down. I mean, look, look, I, I can't wait to see everybody there. You're going to pay for the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Got all, uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, Brad Johnson, Joe Flacco, Jeff Hostetler, he won two. Oh, what does the Babylon Bee have up right now? 
Uh, Madden now allows you to select Greta Thunberg as your quarterback. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Come on. Oh, John Madden. How dare you? <laughs> Nick Foles. Oh, there's a good pick. See, Harrison, look, look, Harrison, you can see the show in Texas. People can watch the show anywhere. Very excited about that. Uh, things I'm not excited about. How dare you. Where, and by the way, where's Greta Thunberg right now instead of being in Lake Tahoe? Hello? It's because of people like Greta Thunberg. 53,000 people have been evacuated. Firefighters are taking the ski lifts up to survey the Caldor fire. This is so nasty. This is, and this is the one that was set by the, uh, Uh, only fans, I can only assume that someone has already made the Arnie. Will you show some front? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, they already have, Dave Co. 270 square miles since it ignited two weeks ago. And this was the chick doing drugs, right? This is the gal who was, who was getting high, and she set this fire. This is so bad. I mean, oh, man. I... It's, I, I feel bad for everybody up there. I mean, what I would be doing is I'd be I'd be I'd be setting up a big old hose in Lake Tahoe, get one of them suck pumps, and then just put it out that way. That, that's how I'd. But see, I'm not a firefighter, I, and that's probably wrong. I mean, recently we had a a, a fire here at the uh, the House of States. Not not a big fire, and it, it, yes, it was my fault. And there was some some oil involved, and and we took it out on the back porch and poured some water on it. Ooh, it was like we were sending up fire signals. So then I got the I got the baking soda and put it out. Yeah, so I I'm not the world's best. Maybe ooh, that's what they could do. Call Arm and Hammer. Call Arm and Hammer and get planes filled with baking soda and just drop that all over the mountains. I know that probably won't happen either, because I don't know what I'm doing. But keep those people in your thoughts and prayers, please. People that have been evacuated from there. Uh-oh, Douglas. Douglas just sent me a message. What did he say? Le- Michael Moore says, U.S. must defend democracy against our own domestic Taliban and apologizes for American wars. Well, he didn't start them. He, don't, he ain't got to fucking apologize. They are literally using the snowmakers to soak down the ski areas of Heavenly. I, I can imagine that. Fuck that. Call Superman to freeze a layer of the lake and drop that at fire it, it, like he did in Superman 3. Amen. Where is Superman? Oh, he's too busy out with Robin right now doing bisexual shit probably. <sighs> so my thoughts and prayers are with everybody there. Um I found this clip, and this is a very interesting clip to show you how the media actually is. This is from uh, about three or four years ago. But it shows you what the media is all about. These are different, and I recognize two of the anchors that I knew in this clip. And it's really, uh, it's pathetic. But here you go. 
extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is 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 extremely dangerous to our democracy. Go. I'm sorry, I had to turn that up. That was about 20 different anchors from all around the country reading the same teleprompter thing, showing that nobody does their own writing anymore. They're going to tell you whatever the position of of the head programmer is. Metropolis is on the East Coast, and he's uh, he's in the media there. He couldn't give a fuck about the West Coast, Kryptonian wanker. I don't understand why there aren't a whole lot more water dropper helicopters. I mean, the lake is five minutes away. Seems like they'd be running a circle over and dropping water, but the smoke is too bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, hey, I'm thinking about those, uh, those firefighters. I'm thinking about the people up there. God bless them all. Now, let's talk about the debacle that is still known as Afghanistan. Oh, man, there was a story that hit as soon as the show ended yesterday that we'll get to next. But the first one is, do you realize that there are still 24 American students in Afghanistan right now from Sacramento? At least 24 Sacramento area students are confirmed to be stranded in Afghanistan. Leave no man behind. Well, kind of. San Juan Unified School District staff and said 24 students down from the initial estimate of 150 have not returned to campus since it started. The kids are there. I don't know why the kids are there. I don't know if they're from there. I don't know if this was some kind of weird trip because that's the last trip I'd ever send my kids on to Afghanistan. Oh, it, oh, let me, Kale, it is. The, the, the debacle is Joe Biden. And we'll talk about him, yeah, what he did yesterday. Thought you were going to say debacle of Joe Biden, former vice president. Uh, that's what Ivory Hecker came out and tried to tell everyone. How can you care about Afghanistan while we're in a pandemic? I know, right? Isn't that horrible? So the flights are all gone. Everybody everybody that the government was going to pick up has been picked up. Well, except these people. Oh, and, and I have a number here in a little bit. Um, this was the sickest story. This story came out, like I said, as I was getting off the air yesterday. And all the fact checkers are running around on this one, and I can tell you what the truth is. The picture is sad on its own. It's a bunch of dog kennels. And we left dogs behind. The president who used to brag about having a rescue dog, which in turn bit black people at the White House, look that up. The president who had a rescue dog allowed dogs to be stranded there that were working for Americans. These are bomb-sniffing dogs. These aren't the same unit dogs that are trained with, like, the the special forces and stuff like that. No, 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 no. But these are still our service dogs. 
These are dogs of U.S. contractors that they would not allow on rescue planes. How do you leave dogs behind? I, 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 what kind of, of I, first of all, how do you leave anybody behind? There's a, there's a video going around that's saying, this isn't the first time Joe Biden, if you see this video, please know it's fake. I'm going to stand up for Joe Biden here. Saying that Joe Biden in 1975 did the exact same thing to Gerald Ford when he was trying to pull out of Vietnam, and that's why the Vietnam thing was so bad. Joe Biden was only a part of it. Joe Biden was not. It, it, when you hear all these things that are said about Joe Biden, you kind of go, oh, my God. And then you fact check it because that's what I did. I looked it up as soon as I saw the video because I wanted to play the video for you. It's not true. It's not true. So both sides have their misinformation out there. That's where I got to try to break shit down. Harrison says I'm a cat person. <laughs> I think there were, I, actually, I think there were some cats left behind too. I'm sure the Biden administration will donate $5 to the GoFundMe page. That's probably already been set up for these trapped American moors. Uh, they probably are visiting family and fuck Joe Biden. I've never been so ashamed of my government than I am today. Oh, I can't even hear this. I thought you were going to mention the video with the guy pointing to the helicopter behind him. I don't understand that one. I, I don't know that one. I, I just know that if there's a helicopter, that means they're flying it. Is that the one with the guy who's hanging? I talked about that yesterday. <laughs> Was that a request from Cuomo to leave the dogs? Yeah, fucking that motherfucker left his at the, at the governor's mansion. That's okay. Muslims treat dogs even better than women. Jesus Christ. I, I, I saw all these cages yesterday, and let, let me tell you how depressed I was yesterday. I saw this story, and then Tommy posted something, and then Tommy calls me. And, and I'm, I'm not there yet. My head's still kind of in the, 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 the gray phase. I, I'm, I'm coming out of it and coming out good. I got invited to go to the Guns N' Roses Mammoth show tonight. There's no way I'd be any fun at that. So I, I said, thanks, but no. He's like, how come? And I told him. I was like, man, I'm really depressed. And I told him why, and he understood. But, yeah. I think it was, yeah, it was a guy hanging. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fucking work held you back. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a guy hanging. I don't know if they figured out the weaponry yet, that they don't need to do that. They, they can kill a bunch of people at a time now with Black Hawk helicopters. But they were just killing them one at a time because what else do they have to do there? It's not like they've got, you know, they're waiting for the NFL kickoff to start. It's not like they're going to the movies. They're waiting on their favorite Afghani TV show to start. Well, because that nation's fucking under rubble right now. Taliban's going to turn those kennels into a buffet for China. Oh, God damn it. Oh, man. Here's the number that nobody wants to hear. And the government doesn't want you to say. 10% of the Americans have been left behind. The president during his speech said, bottom line. Here's part of yesterday's speech from Knucklehead. Oh, the ad will close here in just a second. Skip ad. Now we believe that about 100 to 200 Americans remain in Afghanistan. 
with some intention to leave. Most of those who remain are dual citizens, longtime residents who had earlier decided to stay because of their family roots in Afghanistan. Oh, damn it. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. And for those remaining Americans, there is no deadline. Daveco just said Mixler cut off. Anybody else getting cut off right now? Uh, Daveco, I would say uh, log out. Log back in. Uh, at least we saved a bunch of Afghanis instead. Yeah. Lies, lies, fuck Biden. How about the ones that were killed? Nope, I'm hearing you fine. Nope, mine's good. All right, that must be on Dave Co. then. I'm not. Uh, the story that Addict Addic Brian got a little ahead of me there. That's all right. That's all right. This This is true. This is so true, and this is so bad. I've tried three times. He'll keep trying. Okay. The interpreter who helped actually save Joe Biden in 2008, 13 years ago, an interpreter named Muhammad helped rescue Joe Biden and two other senators stranded in a remote Afghan valley after their helicopter was forced to land in a snowstorm. Once again, once again, I have to ask this question. How does another nation, let alone citizens of another nation, ever trust America again? This guy helped Joe Biden get out. And 13 years ago, uh, the war was going on. Muhammad, his wife, and their four children are hiding from the Taliban. And by the way, if the fucking U.S. media can find him, guess who else can? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Taliban. Unfucking believable. Mm-mm-mm. I, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't say unbelievable. Because it's completely believable. It's completely viable. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I do have that story. Okay, thank you. Uh, you're out. Send it to me. For, or not, you're out. Um, Brian sent it to me first. And then um, Arise just sent it to me. I got a story I got to do in the next segment here about a school thing. The Alabama will find Mohammed because his stupidity left a comment on one of those Facebook pages that says things like, what was your first car? <laughs> what about these secret mission guys that were former military getting out there and helping bring home Americans? Fucking patriots. The government is trying to stop them. The, the, the government say, no, don't do it. Hey, if you're, if you're a patriot, former military, and, and you have the, the wherewithal and the means, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, I, I mean really, 
are, are we worried about our relations with Afghanistan? Really? Because the Taliban runs them now. I could give, I, 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 let me just say it right now. I, I, I'm very upset at this whole thing because this is so bad and it looks bad for America. I could give two shits about the people over there now, but the ones that aren't American. I don't know why, as an American, you would want to be there unless you're a contractor and you're, you got a big, fat government contract and you're making money so you can, you know, you, you, you can take care of your family. I respect that. That's your job. But that, that's one that I don't think I could do. I, I just don't think I could. Those people are a lot stronger than I am, and I'll tell you why. Because if I were to get a job over there as a contractor, whether it be, I don't know, building or it, not all of it's military. Con- well, it's all with the military, but you're not in the military necessarily. It would be like me going to... Um, New York City. New York City! I would stick out like a sore thumb. Them, the, the Taliban would come after me so damn quick. I, I wouldn't last. I, I don't think I'd last an entire day there. I'm telling you this right now. I'm going to whoop somebody's ass before they fucking, you know, kill me and then, you know, have a goat fuck me to death. Uh, Addict to Brian, okay, yes, yes, please. I want you to add that when I do that story about the teacher. Please do. Uh, The fact that the government is telling them to stop is even more infuriating. Oh, hey. I don't know. Here's the thing that I just don't get. (laughs) That's a, Andrew sent me a Biden logo. And on the bottom of the E, it's a helicopter with somebody hanging from it. That's funny. Um, yeah, that is a lucky coat. Biden gave his address yesterday, and of course, once again. The Taliban was in his strongest military position since 2001, controlling or contesting nearly half of the country. The previous administration's agreement said that if we stuck to the May 1st deadline that they had signed on to leave by, Mm -hmm. the Taliban wouldn't attack any American forces. That's true. But if we stayed, all bets were off. And and by the way, by the way, so the May 1st deadline, Donald Trump told him, hey, if you hurt any Americans, we're going to fuck your shit up. Well, May 1st. Once again, this is where I'm going back to tell you. These presidents change these plans. It's like the Keystone Pipeline. On January 1st, the Keystone Pipeline was open. But on May 1st, the Keystone Pipeline was quite closed. If you're so if Joe Biden is so trustworthy of the Taliban, he just spit out the truth there. No violence would happen to me. Now, do I believe that? Hell no. I don't believe anything the Taliban says. I do believe this, though, and this is just me. I, I don't know. Um, if they had retaliated on May 1st and Donald Trump was still the president, I believe, and and 13 Marines were murdered 
This wasn't an act of war. This was murder. 13 Marines murdered? I think we'd be doing a little bit more than just one little drone strike. That's just me, though. That's what I think. But once again, Donald Trump's fault. So we're left with a simple decision. Either follow through on the commitment made by the last administration and leave Afghanistan, or say we weren't leaving and commit another tens of thousands more troops going back to war. That was the choice, the real. That wasn't the choice. Choice was leave on May 1st. Honor the fucking agreement that our leader had with the Taliban. If you want to trust the fucking Taliban, which obviously Joe Biden thinks they're a trustworthy group. A report came out that he coerced the Afghan president, the guy who ran, uh, to say that they were doing well when they weren't. So it was easier for the American people to swallow leaving. That's why he it ended up messy. I, I, I have a hard time believing anything that this moron says at all. I, I, I'm sorry. I know he's the president and everything. And let's see. Uh, this is a story here. Biden repeatedly uh, misled Americans public about the withdrawal. Biden assurances about how the withdrawal would be conducted. In March, he vowed to the Afghan withdrawal would be done in a safe and orderly way. Yeah, well, that didn't happen. In July, he said he would be highly unlikely for the Taliban to take over the country. I, I, I honestly, like, I, I'm so lost. I, I'm so lost here. Uh, I, I fucking can't with this piece of shit, quote, in charge. You know, if this happened under Trump's watch, you don't think impeachment? Oh, my. Oh, wh- wait a sec. Hold on a second before we get going too far. What did Jen say that you're laughing at? Hang down, Jen. Uh, yes, I see you're hiding, but I just have a few questions. I picture it like when you're a kid playing hide-and-seek, the younger cousin. <laughs> um, wh- handing over $80 billion worth of equipment to the Taliban, to an enemy, fucking this exit up, Losing the lives of 13 Americans, one from Roseville. That's not impeachment worthy. A telephone call, impeachment worthy. Russian collusion that never happened, impeachment worthy. Two things that were disproved not to be true. You cannot, you cannot say that this isn't true, that we left $80 billion worth of equipment there. We got out of Afghanistan like a back alley abortion. That's exactly what this is. I mean, coat hanger and all. Yeah, I went there. I went there. Oh, good old Jim Pisaki yesterday. The Pentagon spokesman John Kirby acknowledged uh, yesterday that Americans were stranded. 
Then he appeared on a talk show, and he admitted to not knowing the exact number of Americans. But then good old Jen Pasucky came out. I, I really hate this woman. I, I, I truly do. Willie, oh, Willie Geist, the guy on, I think he's on NBC, so the Today Show, asked if the military would be in charge of getting those Americans that are left behind. This is what Mr. Kirby said. He says, quote, it's not completely unlike the way we uh, do it elsewhere around the world. We have Americans that get stranded in countries all the time, and we do everything we can to try to facilitate safe passage. Now, that contradicts the red-headed slut who originally claimed during an exchange with Fox News' Peter Ducey that it was, quote, irresponsible to refer to Americans stuck in Afghanistan as stranded. So she pretty much called out the Pentagon spokesman saying, uh, yeah, it's, that, that, that's not right. They're not really stranded. She goes on to say, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They're not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home home. Who wants to stay? We loaded up a whole fucking plane full of people that weren't Americans. Some of them were hanging off the goddamn wings and fell to their death 2,000 feet. <laughs> Dave Cook says, well, that was BS. I just got cut out of Mixler for 20 minutes. I'm back. Please repeat everything you said. Yeah, there's a group of, Scott, I did that, that was one of the first stories I did this morning, the group of kids from San Juan School District that are stuck over there. I think they probably want to come home, but we can't say they're stranded. I guess the airport is up and running. I guess you can take a Southwest flight there now. Boy, that is, that, that is the announcement I don't want to hear. <laughs> Uh, yes, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we're fi- we're starting our final descent. Don't mind the uh, turbulence. That's just uh, bombs going off that are being shot at us. Please put your tray tables up and bring your chairs to the upright position. Stewardess, this is going to be a tough landing. So they're not stranded. So they can just get on a plane and come on back. And I know Southwest doesn't fly there. That's obviously spirit territory. (laughs) Spirit Airlines would probably thrive over there. Mm Mm-hmm. Ogre, that's exactly what it is. That's like saying, we're going to rescue people from the hurricane floods, but anyone who couldn't immediately get to the evac evac site, fuck them. They chose to live in Louisiana. I'm old, man. I can't call them flight attendants. They're still stewardesses to me. I do not understand why Afghan residents were taken on planes before every American. Get our people. Well, here, here's the reason why. Those, these planes were leaving, and it was who they could get into the airport. 
Now, granted, I wouldn't have been leaving on them planes full of Afghani people unless they had the proper documentation. They actually assisted the United States military, and we heard that there were close to 20,000 of those people that weren't quote-unquote Americans, but they were translators for our troops. And I think that we should have taken care of those people. Before Americans, well, that's where we can sit down and have a debate. We won't be serving pork products until we get over international waters. Uh, is anyone... Uh, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain again. Uh, if you have any pork products, please discard them now, uh, as we are flying into a nation that is stupid as fuck. Uh, taking all, off all passengers are told to close their window shades and avoid seeing people fall off the wings. Also, getting the military out first is like having a fire and getting the fire department out uh, of the area and then telling citizens to get out and bring the fire back. Such a shit show. Yeah, this is a shit show. This is shit show 2021. We've got a functioning retard. I, I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Um, Sam, do you have anything to say to that? Correct the mundo. I don't know. I don't feel bad for the people stuck there after going on vacations, cough, terrorist training, cough. I just don't. I do feel bad for the people that went to work there and were duped by our government into believing they'd have a way back and the people that helped the Americans, yeah? yeah th this, is, this is all just awful. Th th I mean... I don't know how much more American people can take right now. The West Coast is on fire. People are flooded out of their homes in Louisiana, and it's going to go up and continue. The Afghan war, it, it, look, look, here, here's the simple truth. The simple truth is this. And nobody's going to like me saying this, and the government won't say it because they know it's true, and this hurts. I don't know when, but I know it will be soon that our military will be back in Afghanistan. And I'm talking not, uh, not just special forces. They'll go in, and they'll be the tip of the spear, as they always are. The Taliban is a terrorist organization. That's all they are. ISIS is there. Al-Qaeda is growing back up. First place they're going to land, right there. And they're getting all the money shoveled in from Saudi Arabia to start more training camps to make it easier for these terrorists to do it on U.S. soil. We talked about that yesterday. That's the goal is to come back over here and fuck with America on American soil. Now, I did a story yesterday uh, about something that happened in Plano, Plano, Texas. It actually started in my hometown of Garland. There was a guy that the FBI had been watching. He's on the terror watch list. And he got a, a, a ride share. I think it was Lyft. It might have been Uber. I'm not sure. And he killed the driver murdered her, shot her in the back of the head, and then took her car and drove to the Plano police station. 
Plano is a a a big a huge suburb here in the Metroplex. Dallas and Fort Worth are the two big cities. Plano, I would say, Plano's bigger than Garland. Plano's always been one of those big cities. That's a suburb. Plano's a home to tons and tons of businesses all around the world. A lot of computer business. A lot of businesses move their headquarters to Plano for the simple fact of no state taxes. And it's easy as hell to fly anywhere nonstop from Dallas-Fort Worth. It is. And that's why companies come here. It sure ain't for the fucking weather. Because goddamn it was hot this morning when I went outside. Yeah, now, Plano, there are some ghetto-ass parts of Plano. But Plano, for the most part, is a really, Collin County is a nice county. This fucking punk ass went into the Plano Police Department, the main police department in Plano, and opened fire. Shot up the place. Didn't hit anybody. Yeah, he got taken down by two Plano police officers. So now it's Plano 1, Terrorist 0. And we'll go back a few years when those two assholes came that were on the FBI. What does the FBI fucking do anymore? I know I shouldn't call them out because they'll be at my house tomorrow. But the FBI had these two assholes on a watch list. And this is seven years ago, five, seven years ago. They drove all the way from Arizona. They're watching them to Garland because some assholes decided they wanted to poke the bear and have a Muhammad drawing contest. It is against Muslim law to to have an image of Muhammad. And they were having contests. So these two fellas, that's why they killed everybody at Charlie Hebo, that magazine in France. These two fellas show up in body armor with fucking assault rifles they got out of their car. A Garland cop got out, delivered two fucking headshots. Bam, bam. Terrorist zero, Garland two. Right now, Texas is looking pretty damn good against terrorism. The FBI influences election. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh. Hold on. Correct the mundo. Sure as hell do. This dumbass should have just looked at a map. He would have seen Plano was right next to Garland. Yeah. Come on. See, we, we need to change our, our, our state logo. No, no, no. It's no more don't mess with Texas. No, no. We're going to change the mess. It's don't fuck with Texas. Because we'll blow your fucking brains out. Oh, man. And, and we're going to start, unfortunately, I believe... And I hate saying this as a prediction. I believe we're going to start hearing more stories about this from all over the country. I think this is what they, because that's what terrorism is. They don't necessarily have to kill a million people or a thousand people in anything. What they need to do is instill terror into people's hearts. That's why they go into grocery stores and shit a stand and blow them up. Because it scares the fuck out of people. And they want to, I'm just telling you this right now. And, and, and I hope this happens on the DeSantis watch or Trump, whoever's elected in 2024. Because Biden sure as fuck won't be and Kamala ain't going to be. Garrow Brown. <laughs> the dude, the dude from Live PD. Fuck. I don't know how there's crime in South Carolina with Garrow Brown on the job. 
That dude is huge. He looked like he took former Mr. Olympia, Ronnie Coleman, ate him, and got taller. Uh, let's see, FBI, how many times do I have to say it? It's all planned out. I'm heading there. Are leaks of Biden convos and how he told the president not to make a big deal. The Taliban was moving. All again planned. Nobody's this stupid. I think Joe is close. Carol just looks and should say, I am Groot. Yeah. Is there only pictures of him without a goat or a little boy that you could picture of Mohammed asking for a friend? The movie on the flight will either be I Love Sheep Way Too Much or Die Hard with a Beheading or an adult feature behind the green doors, fully covered, stinking women, <laughs> full set execution. I'm, I mean, honestly, and, and look, Mike, this is where I have to disagree with you. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying about being planned out, but nobody can be this dumb. I have a story about AOC here in a second. Let, let me finish with these last two stories uh, about the, the, the current administration and things going on there. Uh, Joe is the stupid, uh, but the people controlling him are not. I agree. I think parts of this are being allowed to happen, but for what end, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, I, I, I can get more behind that one. But Joe is stupid. By the way, the Taliban, they uh, cut off the Internet and all cell phones to that region. Oh, Mike, I've explained. Look, look, look. All that shit was left there. That this is, this is the reason. The shit was left there for a lot of reasons. If you want to say it was left there on purpose, okay. I'll respect your thoughts on that. I, I kind of went over this a little bit yesterday. The original plan was to leave, but we were going to actually leave like a couple hundred Americans. I got to say a couple hundred Americans. Um, We're going to leave them behind to make sure the Afghani people did what we trained them to do. Now, granted, those 200 or so Americans probably would be dead now because the Afghan people are going to show what their backbone is like. But we left a lot of that stuff for those people because we trained them to stand up for themselves. By the way, that's not the military's fault. That's the higher-ups' fault because we believed it's this stupid notion that Americans have, and I agree with it, it's stupid, that everybody wants our culture. They don't want our fucking culture, okay? But everybody says, oh, democracy, women voting, women driving. I'm I'm not kidding here. Women can't even drive in certain parts over there. The stuff was left. I think a lot of it would have been brought back starting after January 21st. But since there was a new president in charge, the exit plan changed. We are supposed to be out of there in May. And it got pushed back to August. And that Taliban said, if you push it back, bad things are going to happen. And this presidency didn't tell us about that, didn't warn us about that. They just went on saying, oh, no, we're America. We're better than that. And we are. But I'm telling you right now. The only good part of the Middle East would be if it was a fucking parking lot. I've been saying, nuke them till they fucking glow. I am so tired of having to deal with these problems continuously. 
I mean, as an American, aren't you tired? Aren't you tired that we have a problem in North Korea because we just walked away from that war? Can't wait till Vietnam springs its ugly head back up and communism starts to rise there again. We allowed Russia after World War II to become a superpower. Look what we've done to China. The, the end of the Korean War is the exact result of why China is in the position they are. And now we have to worry about Kim Jong stupid making nuclear bombs. But in no way did we not know they were coming to take over. We can pinpoint a camel's hair on a terrorist's ass, and they didn't know this was coming. He's an idiot, but come on, man. Come on, man. I get Look, Mike, I understand the frustration. I'm frustrated as well. Believe me. Hangtown Jen the other day when, when she said, can we just do some fun stories? I am really tired of doing coronavirus stories. Oh, by the way, that's the other thing that's happening. You know, we got the fires on the West Coast, the floods, Afghan, and, of course, we got to talk about COVID. I agree. I, uh, Alicia, I agree. If those places were eviscerated, I, I could sleep better at night. I mean, are we shocked that the Taliban cut off all lines of communication? No. But what I think has been the worst story I have seen happened, I believe, yesterday. Let me read this to you. Representative Carlos Jimenez decided to tweet this out and say that Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi has blocked the names of the dead servicemen and women from being read on the floor of the House of Representatives. She didn't allow that to happen. That should get her at least censured or at least punched in the face by Dan Crenshaw. Representative Brian Mast, a wounded combat veteran, tells uh, the press that during a Republican-only moment of silence, Speaker Pelosi refused to recognize them, to read their names, or bring up bills or anything. How about that? Nancy Pelosi can't be bothered to read the names of 13 people who died trying to help Americans get out of Afghanistan. They were also helping Afghanis get out of Afghanistan. And they paid the ultimate price. And I tell you this right now, it makes me sick every time Joe Biden comes out and he looks into the camera and he leans in to whisper, we're going to hunt you down and have you pay the ultimate price. That's not the ultimate price for them. Do you know what the ultimate price for them would be? would be allowing a woman freedom. That would be like death. To death, they look forward to death. Under the, some notion that they're getting these 72 virgins, they look forward to it. Of 
course, Nancy didn't allow it. Recognizing that the military is a good thing would be bad for her constituents back in San Francisco. Correct the mundo. That makes me sick to my stomach when I when when I saw that story. It made it it literally. I I wanted to puke. This is the speaker of the fucking house. What a fucking what a piece of shit. Literally piece of shit. So any bets on how many years before we have another 9-11? I think maybe 10 years, no more, uh, and there will be another attack on the USA. It's unnerving. I hate to tell you, I, I think it's in the planned stages right now. Honestly, I, I watched an awesome, I, I forget, like four-part series on 9-11. Not this one that's upcoming. This was a couple years ago I watched this. 9-11 all started. Well, 9-11 started back in 1980 when we were handing the Afghanis all these weapons to fight the Russians. And then they said, hey, America, fuck you. We're going to kill you. There was an Iman that was murdered, assassinated in New York City. New York City! That started the whole ball rolling. Okay? Damn it, stop saying okay. Which that led to the first attack on the World Trade Center. You remember the vans that had bombs in them? This was all tied to the same mosque right there in the middle of Manhattan. Or I, I think it was in Manhattan. Same mosque, same everything. All due to the assassination of this guy. And that's what led to 9-11, which was a 10-year idea. I, I think we're a lot closer than 10 years. And, and it makes me sad to say that. Because these people, A, don't respect us. B, sure as fuck don't fear us. Especially with fucking Cotton Top in the fucking White House right now. You got this talking Q-tip in the White House right now who's dumber than a bag of fucking hair. I mean, seriously. Well, I promise you, the president has a big stick. Corn Pop was a bad dude. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. That's not true. None of those are true. Mike says, shit, Arnie's right. That shit's coming in the next... I, I don't think it'll be... You say months? Okay. I, I don't like having a bet on this. I say it's going to be a year or two. Because Americans are going to be upset for, about, uh, for this for a while. This one's going to stick in our craw for a little while, especially due to the 13 Marines that were murdered. They're just biding their time. Maybe that's why San Francisco and L.A. are allowing homeless and garbage to pile up, camouflage for terrorism. How many refugees are just coming over to attack us? Yeah. Well, look, look, if you want to get into big conspiracies and things like that, then I'll, I'll, I can jump in there. Why is the southern border, why are our borders not even secure? I'm not talking about a wall. I'm talking about why do we not have armed guards down near McAllen, Texas? 
Why, why don't we have the military stationed, or at least the National Guard stationed, in El Paso? All these places where these people can come over. Arizona, New Mexico. We ain't got nothing there. People are walking over the border. We don't know who they are. We have no clue. We have no way to vet them. And if they have a kid, up to 10 people can come in with them. So they kidnap a little kid, and, and let's, let, let's, just, let's just be honest here. Come on. You know I'm all about honesty on this show. If you got a, a guy from the Middle East, and you had him shave his beard, clean up a little bit, maybe a little dirty, put on a flannel shirt and a pair of jeans, really, you could pick him apart from a Mexican. I'm sorry. I, I'll be blunt. The answer is, fuck no, you can't. And like I said yesterday, all you got to learn is no habla inglés. Now, minus my drawl, no habla inglés. They walk right in the country. Here they are. We welcome them in. They're here. Oh, there are a lot of people here that are planning on doing bad things to America. Easy, just shake hands with your left hand. Any good fundamental terrorist won't do that because right? that's the hand they wipe their ass with. The whole wife with your, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I better go in that. No, Dave Coe, I could tell that. Dave Coe, you got, you got a little bit too much white man blood in you. I, I mean, I know that you're a proud Hispanic fella. And, and, and viva la, la, la Mexico and all that. I'm not putting Mexicans down here. You know who is? Taliban. Oh, we look like them, so we're going to get in the country. Look at that. Christopher's in the house. He was avoiding bullets yesterday. He said, I didn't get a chance to message in earlier, but all this about the Kabul skydiving club reminded me. Arnie, your shirt arrived yesterday. I'll wash it and have it ready to give to you when I see you in 16 days. Don't wash it. I like wearing shirts that day, unless you already have. But I appreciate that. Thank you, Christopher. That will definitely make T-shirt of the day. So thank you very much, the Kabul Skydiving Club. I can't wait to wear that. Oh, I might wear that on election day. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Now, we're talking about how dumb some people are. I do believe that Joe Biden is the dumbest person in Washington, D.C. Boy, oh, boy. I got to tell you, though, AOC is right behind him. The squad, which she's a part of, demanded that President Joe Biden kick out Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell and urged him to appoint a new chair with radical views such as racial justice and climate activism. Now, that's interesting, right? She wants the Federal Reserve, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, The main responsibility is to carry out the mandate of the Fed, which is to promote the goals of maximum employment, stable prices, and moderate long-term interest rates. In nowhere in there is in the job description for the Federal Reserve Chairman 
to do anything with climate change or racial justice. How stupid is this bitch? How do dumb fucks like her get elected to office? Today we joined Representative Rashida, Representative Presley, Representative Choi Garcia, and Modern in urging President Biden to appoint a new Federal Reserve chief. This is our chance to reimagine a Federal Reserve that is focused on eliminating climate risk and advancing racial and economic justice. Well, thank God you got the word fucking economic in there. How dumb is this woman? I understand that her main goal in life is climate change. The $93 trillion new Green Deal, the Green New Deal, whatever it was fucking called. Oh. Boy, if there's anybody that the terrorists want to go after, man, I'm not pointing at her. I'm using my elbow to point, but her. In my humble opinion, with all the people that we've led across the border that want to do harm to America, the terrorists, everybody in Afghanistan, I still think she's more dangerous than any and all of them. I agree, Kale. Her main goal is ending America. She doesn't like the way America is. See, it's this new, it's this. It, And I'll give Bill Maher the credit for saying this. I figured out the millennials and all those people and their thing. They don't realize that the world, it revolved pretty fantastically before them. Yeah, we had our world wars. We've had our strife. We've had our issues. But that's just life. Not everything is fucking rainbows and blue clovers and heart-shaped diamonds and all that kind of bullshit that's in Lucky Charms. The world is an awful place. And once you start to learn that, you can, you can, you can understand it a little bit more. But these they, they think this is Pippi Longstocking world. And as long as they get their way, everybody will be okay could care less about safety. They could care less about anything in this country except climate change and racial equality. Okay, hey, the racial equality, we can work on that one. That's fine. Climate change, hey, you want to sit down, you want to spend all your time doing that, and you come up with solutions, hey, I'll back you up while I'm using my gas-powered car and my coal-powered electricity. Uh, Straight Fire says, Arnie, how dumb uh, she is not the problem. It's how dumb the people that keep electing her. The public gets the government they deserve. You're absolutely right about that. And when Brian was on the show the other day, we were talking about this. The first time she was elected, she was elected by 16,000 people in her district. Because that's where that's how you vote for representative. And then the second time, it was 106,000. Why? Because people found out who she was. There are plenty of representatives, congressmen and women, that are on the same number of terms that AOC is on. We have no idea. We have no idea about the 5th District in fucking Colorado and who's there. Or the, the, the 17th District in Louisiana. 
We know her district because she she has has coerced the press or she's been a loud mouth. She's a joke. We should send AOC to Afghanistan to push for women's rights, LGBTQ rights, and climate change rhetoric. Oh, they, they would get rid of her so fast. I think one word would come out of her mouth and boom, AK-47. <laughs> nice, you do that on purpose. The Lucky Charms drop. Now I'm needing some cereal. I'll take in subliminal food messages so deeply. No, I wasn't meant to do that, but that's funny. If everyone would just go to the ocean and pick up one plastic bottle, everything would be good. Yeah. Is she the red light district? Oh, God. She, she's from the fucking, oh, my God, the over, oh, the, this is still the same woman who recently came out, even though it has been proven number of times. She thought she was going to be raped and murdered on January the 6th, even though she was close to being a mile away from the insurrectionists. She still thought she, she wasn't even there. But, but you ask her, oh, I, I was, I, they were going to rape and murder me. I'd, I'd, I would just be okay with one of them. And it ain't the rape. Yeah, I said it. Uh, all right, let's see. A uh, couple more stories, and we'll take a break. Get to this story out of, uh, uh, I think it's Elk Road. I, I'm not sure. The school district there in, or in Natomas, Natomas School. Get to that here in just a little bit. First, though, um, going on the uh, Hurricane Ida update here. This should scare the shit out of people because especially people on the West Coast. I am sorry to deliver this horrible news to you. 94% of offshore oil and gas infrastructure suffered damage from Hurricane Ida. Now, if it's offshore, that's going to be a lot of uh, whoosie what's it, um, international companies, because we as Americans aren't allowed to drill off of our coast for some odd reason. But... British companies, Asian companies, they can drill all they want. This will affect you, though. With 94% of the offshore oil and infrastructure suffering, that will mean that your gas prices are going through the roof yet again. And maybe it, here, here's the shit part about it. Maybe your gas wasn't affected. Maybe your oil wasn't affected by this storm, but the gasoline industry has a story. The oil industry has a story. 94% of our offshore oil has been fucking fucked with. Well, we got to pay for it. I don't know what gas is on the West Coast now. It still hasn't, unless you get premium here, you're paying more than $3 a gallon. Hundreds of production platforms remained evacuated. People still really don't have a lot of power down in Louisiana yet. They're saying anywhere between two and four weeks. Dave Coast says 425. Jesus Christ. Douglas, $10 gallon is coming during Biden's term. 
I hope not. I, I tell you, if, if it crests $4 a gallon here in Texas, you're going to see a lot of fucking outraged people. I mean, at what point is too much? What, what is the price per gallon that you aren't willing to pay? It's three ninety five at Costco. Jesus Christ, man! Oh man! You remember a year ago? Yeah, I do. Average price for gas in sack is around four thirty nine. Thank you. Uh, by the way, tomorrow we're going to be talking a lot of football. We got Joe Murphy on tomorrow. By the way, V Coop, thank you for all the jokes you texted me. Four thirty-nine a gallon. God damn, man, that's fucking crazy. And now it's going to go up. I, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but you know this is why you, you keep an eye on the the storms that hit Louisiana and the ones that hit South Texas in the Houston area, because the Houston area, especially because that's where a lot of refineries are. You need those to stay safe. So there you go. All right, last story here in this first segment. And I like this. I'm glad to see this, that 20 states are now suing the Biden administration over allowing biological males on girls' sports teams. I I don't even... I, I, I like sports and I like competing. I grew up competing and playing sports. To me, the only reason why you play a sport is to win is to be the best. That's why you play. Okay, it's not about fun. You can have fun. Winning is fun. Losing, not fun. You can have fun doing it. But when you get to the level of high school, that's when you have to put fun on the sidetrack. There's a story about a kid here, and I I actually watched this happen uh, Friday night because Friday night was the kickoff of high school football in Texas. You know, the religion here. And uh, the two teams were from uh, the Dallas area, and they have a, it's a natural rivalry, first game of the season. They have their own little trophy. And the star running back for one of the teams missed the first half. I don't know if you've seen this run that's online, and I'm going to find this story about this, this high school football team that duped another one and fucked over ESPN. I'm working on that. But this is a real kid. This kid, I, I watched him. They were down like, I think it was like 38 to nothing at this time, so they're getting polywopped. This kid shows up in the second half. He broke nine tackles for an 80-yard. He had 10 carries for 205 yards or something like that, 10 carries for uh, maybe 180 yards. His his yard per carry was ridiculous, and it was because of this one carry. Broke nine tackles on this carry. Do you know where he was in the first half? He was in the ICU visiting his father. Father's there for COVID. He was visiting his dad in the ICU, and I just found this out this morning. Kid made national highlights. It was a great story. Awesome. Had an amazing second half. He ran for all those yards in the second half, by the way. Do I think the game would have score would have been different? I think it would have maybe been a little different if he was in. Um, 
His dad didn't get to see it. Not only because he was in the ICU, because he died. He died, I think, like an hour after his son left. Now, I bring this up because that kid who plays on a boys' football team is now being told that 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 now if he decided to switch over to becoming a girl, he could compete in girl sports. Do you want a guy like that? A guy who can break nine tackles and run for that many yards? Do you want a kid like that? And and he's not he he's not of transgender fate. I'm just saying this. Do you want that kid taking on your girls in, I don't know, basketball or field hockey? Because I sure as fuck don't. If I was a father of a daughter, no. It's sickening. It's sickening what this administration is trying to allow happen. You have girl sports and you have boy sports. That's the end. You don't have boys that aren't very good playing against other boys saying, oh, now I'm a girl, I'm going to go, and I'm going to get these scholarships. It's disgusting. Kind of, I mean, it would make it more exciting. No, I mean, this whole idea, these, these, these boys competing as girls, I know that Sawyer's dad was sick to death about something a few years ago. It happened in the state of Texas. I don't think they allow it here anymore, but a boy decided that he was going to be a girl and he won the state wrestling championship for girls. Didn't have the surgery. Still had cock and balls. Still has testosterone. It's awful. Cindy's going to be posting online here soon about the big show. I, I see this story, and I just, like, like you, you see all these things in America that, that you just go, well, that that's what makes us America, and they're all going away. Sports. So many politics have jumped into sports. Sports aren't fun really watching anymore in some, in some aspects. If I know that I have to hear, and, and by the way, NFL season's starting soon. And you know what that means, don't you? Can I find, do I have the song? Yes, here it is. Before every game. Lift every voice and sing. Be played before every NFL game this year, not just the first game. People don't want to stand up for the national anthem. That kind of makes me sick on its own. I I think I might have to revert back to something here. I used to do this because my dad would do it. And then I stopped because I was like, okay. If the national anthem is played at a stadium and you're at that stadium, you stand up for it and you don't take your hat off. Now, I won't yell at women, because I guess women, it's allowed to wear the hat. If you're a guy and you got a hat, and you're wearing it during the National Anthem, get ready, I'm fixing to yell at you. 
and it's not going to be pleasant. I'm not going to tap you on the shoulder and go, excuse me, sir, do you mind taking off your hat? I mean, they tell you in the announcement, please rise and remove your caps for the singing of our national anthem. You want to take a knee, that's fine. But if you at least stand up for it, take your fucking hat off. Oh, man. Cowboys girl says, Cowboys, yeah, that's a week from this Sunday. Harrison says, I still can't live without watching football. I I hear you. Me too. Hey, I'm the same way. Tell you this right now. Saturday plans are set. We're going old school, baby. That's right. I am going to Panera for my morning breakfast before I sit down and watch college game day. Last time I did that, the Longhorns took on Alabama for the national title. That's when I started my season. If it weren't for a cheap shot against Colt McCoy, we would have won that game. Then I changed up, started going to McDonald's, started going to Carl's Jr., getting break. Nope, 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 nope. Going to Panera. Saturday morning, Panera, you better be open. I'm coming in. Big game against the Raging Cajuns, baby. Cowboys are uh, Thursday next week. Oh, okay, my bad. Oh, that's right, against the Buccaneers. You went to Panera and the Horns lost? You fucking... No, 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 no. I went to Panera. I started the season. Like, like, like. I don't go to Panera before every game. No, no, no. I'm not crazy. This is just the pre... The first game of the season, I had a big-ass fucking... Oh, man, the pineapple upside-down bunt cake. Whoo, that was good. Had that and, like, the, the cheese Danish. And I watched game day, and that season led us to the national title game. Haven't done it since then. I am going to Panera this year, though. I'm bringing back the tradition. I think the same person who leaves their hat on during the national anthem is the same kind of person who can't return the cart to the cart holder in the parking lot. I got you know what, S family, congratulations to you guys. I, I admit, hi, I'm Arnie, and I'm an asshole. Uh, I used to leave the cart sitting around. I, I don't do it anymore. You guys have shamed me into returning it to the cart stand. I return them now. As long as it's not too far away. If the, if the, if the parking lot's built stupid and there's no cart return for like half a mile, that cart's getting left. But for the most part, I do return them now. So thank you, ass family for making me recognize the err of my ways. Uh, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Remember, it was announced this morning that the September 17th show featuring Ellis Rodriguez and Arnie States has gotten even bigger with the addition of Cindy and the fact that you will be able to watch it in the privacy of your home, when you want, it won't be live. I can't live stream it unless OnlyFans has a live thing. But I have an OnlyFans page now. That's right, ladies. I have my only own uh, my own OnlyFans page, in case you want some foot pictures. And uh, yes, we made all that. So uh, there you go. We come back. We got this story out of Natomas next.
On some folks call her Dinah Stole my heart away from me Way down in Louisiana Take me back to Tulsa I'm too young to marry Take me back to Tulsa I'm too young to marry Well, she went down to the railroad tracks And I went there to meet her She pulled up her petticoats And I pulled out the Tulsa Take me back to Tulsa I'm too young to marry Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Susie, walk 
walk and talk to Susie, walk and talk to Susie, walk and talk to Susie, take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry, take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Big smile, never do look sour. That's right. Travel all over the country, playing music by hour. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa. show call 775-357-FANS right there with that song I featured both my favorite kind of music country and western brand new album from Asleep at the Wheel coming out uh, they're old it's called Half a Hundred Years they've been around for 50 years entertaining people all over the country not very good anymore because they're old but I played that one because it not only had Willie Nelson on there at the end but it also had George Strait so yeah <laughs> Too Young to Marry, was it five in Tulsa? And before that, it was uh, Don Wasler, Rolling Stone from Texas. So I, I, I heard that song in that movie. Uh, they had Robert Duvall and, and, and Michael Caine and, and the son, the, the Three Lions or whatever. Great movie. If you've never seen that, see that movie. Uh, but this is a, another one here from Don Wasler. This is, I like this guy. I love Yodeling. Y'all know I love Yodeling. I ain't gonna play the whole thing. The harvest moon is shining. There's a billion stars above. God, I love that guy's voice. Oh, and the yodeling? That just takes it over the edge. All right. Time to talk about this story that's going on in the Natomas Unified School District. Okay, and, and Eric Bryant's sending me updates on this. Let me let me walk you through what's going on. I'll play the story, too, from the news. Uh, here we go. To take part in protests. Tonight, parents are outraged. The district is investigating. CBS 13's Anna Giles is live in Natomas with what happens next. Anna. Yeah, the district is aware of the video, but they're not saying much about the content. The video apparently shows a teacher here at Endercombe High School having a conversation off campus about what he tells his students. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. These comments are making parents furious. An organization called Project... Well, first of all, let me just say this right now. When did they start allowing full sleeves on teachers in high school? Like, like I, I'm not anti-tattoo whatsoever. I'm seeing a picture of this guy right now. He's got it all, I mean, even covering his hands. I mean, this guy is an Arnie State's wannabe.
Mike D says, okay, this is the one I was waiting for. This douchebag lives in my neighborhood. I've heard stories like this before. Wish I could see these people in person one day. Well, my dream has finally come true. The interview they showed, I got to see what street he lives on or around. You can guarantee, hold on a second, uh, when we ever say that word, we have to do it. I guarantee. There you go. Um, I'll be driving by the street way more often in hopes that when I see him walking his dog, I can get out and discuss the issue face to face. I'm so stoked right now. I feel like Arnie Beck when he did his skit on challenging people to a fist fight. <laughs> All right, continuing the story here. Shot and edited this video. They say it shows Intercom High School teacher Gabriel Geip having a conversation off campus. I have an Antifa flag on my on my wall, um, and a student complained about that, and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what he's doing. Uh, uh, excuse me. Say they're disturbed. Pardon me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought that if a flag made people feel uncomfortable, they took it down, hence taking down the American flag in a lot of classrooms. I continue now. Sorry. By extreme political beliefs being taught at a public school. As an adult, as a parent, as something, you have to be responsible. You have to show that you're being, like, um, aware. The video has been shared widely on social media, angering parents and communities all over Northern California. I think one of the first things that, that really disturbed me was... Okay. Let, let, he says he has 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. That's not his job. Okay? The, the, once again, once again, let's just go back to a, a drop we play all the time. Do your fucking job. Your job is to, I, I don't know if it's history, I don't know what class he teaches, I hope it's at least history. No, actually, I hope he doesn't. One of the parents says, as an adult, as a parent, as something you have to be responsible, you have to show that you're being aware. This guy's not being aware. He wants to brainwash them. That, that, that's all this is. This isn't teaching about the differences he he already he he already says he wants them to be anti-government people. Now I think that's something that you can choose to be. You can choose to love this country. You can choose to hate this country. But if you're being taught to hate this country, that's not doing your job. Um, okay, so Attic Brian sent me a bunch of stuff because she's been uh, on top of this. She's like my field reporter on this. I guess this is the group that he's affiliated with, the Sacramento Punks with Lunch. Gabe's legal counsel has not advised not to show up to the school board meeting and start a confrontation, which you won't do because that's all you fucking weak cowards do, is you attack people. You attack people who are there to do something peacefully, and you're the ones that bring the bats. You're the ones that bring the socks that have batteries or locks in them. You people are the ones that start the violence. Uh, why the fuck did he do this? The moving train is already starting on this. Ike, I lost for fucking words. And he just gave thousands, maybe millions, of alt-right and conservative people more ammunition in their fight about the left. That's a fucking lot, you reckless motherfucker. Well, at least his own side is calling him out. Oh. 
Loose Threads is this douche's local band name, and I will be at the meeting tonight in Intercom. I'm hoping there will be parents all over the place. What he's doing is legal, by the way. He's an economics teacher and in government. Okay, so that's even more dangerous. Uh, I'm, I, I'm anti-government, but that doesn't mean make me Antifa or anti-American. In fact, Antifa pricks need to be beaten with barbed wire bats. Look, you can. I'm not telling anybody to be pro-government. Our government sucks, and it doesn't matter who's in charge. If there's an R in front of it, it like I said, I wish I could find this article that this guy wrote for the last article. He, he was a newspaper writer for 49 years. And he, he, he says it perfectly. Neither side wants tax increases, yet we still get tax increases. Neither side wants inflation, yet we still get inflation. Both sides are awful. But until we do something that's better, then, then we're all just pissing in the wind. These are the things from a parent of uh, a kid in his class. Uh, day uh, one, eight thirteen. We get to have debates, and I get to throw cups at you. Is it's fun? If I had to accept that, I would hang myself in my garage. These are things he said. I would literally rather eat a pine cone. Day two, eight fourteen. I'm gonna kit- knock this motherfucker out. He's talking to kids this way. I mean, okay. I had all my stamps custom made. This one is Kim Jong Un, and it says bomb. I have very little fucks to give. He says, I could take down 15 seven-year-olds. That's it? You pussy. I could take down way more seven-year-olds. I mean, I have a company that I want to start where I'm beating up kids. Uh, Somehow that you people are the ones who start violence sent me right into Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. Added Brian says, I did my own research and Google a name. He mentioned in the video, the group is a front for Antifa is basically what he says. They're right across the street from a gun store I shop at. Uh, there's a commie group across the street. Cowboys girl, she says it, uh, and, and I got I to gotta, I gotta echo this. Are people really surprised by this? We already know teachers are, brainsto- are brainwashing kids towards their political views. Uh, I've got plenty of bail money. He's getting ass stomped on. <laughs> I don't care who knows this. He better pray I don't see him. A mascot for Arnie Billy Jones is a toothless rattlesnake. Yeah, and then that's funny because the 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 logo for my fangless rattlesnake company will be a beat up kid. You know you're tough when your limit on seven-year-olds is eight or 15. <laughs> oh, I could easily take out 15 seven-year-olds. Oh, way to brag about that, dude. Uh, I, I don't even, I like literally, how how this guy isn't fired immediately? Like, like wait, 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 wait. What has happened in our country? I'm at a loss for words now because... Do you not remember what happens on social media? It doesn't matter if it's your page, as The Rock would say. It doesn't matter. 
In my career, do you know how many stories I've done about teachers who have been fired, who were, who were photographed at a party off school grounds, getting drunk, not with students, just getting drunk, and those teachers are fired for it. This guy is filmed, and he's talking about beating up seven-year-olds. He's talking about, look, look, I would lose my job as a teacher if I, if I did have that company where I'd go and beat up bully kids. I'd expect to be fired if I'm a teacher. When did, when did public schools, and, and I'd really like to know this, when did public schools turn into colleges? You see, public school is there to teach you the elementary facts, okay? And I know we've changed two plus two, what that means. College is where you start to think for yourself, mainly because you're an adult then. Yeah, we didn't have debates with teachers. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me tell you a story. You like my stories, especially with Tommy. Tommy and I were in a class. It was a business law class. I don't know. It was an elective. I mean, it was stupid. And I mainly took the class because a bunch of my friends were taking the class. And Tommy was in there, and the teacher let us sit where we want, and she made the mistake of letting Tommy and I sit in the back of the room. One day there was a giant fight. We used to have, like, before, between first and second period, there was like a 20-minute break to where kids could get food in case, because we started at like 7.30. So there was like a 20-minute break between first period and second period. Usually it was only a five-minute break. And a huge fight broke out in the cafeteria at South Garland High School, back when we were the colonels, back when it was a, a, a decent high school. Big fight broke out. One kid threw another kid through a fucking table. Table broke and everything. Mrs. Hollenhead, Miss, Miss Hollenhead came in, and she was so upset. She was so upset at this fight because there was a teacher who was on duty watching over the kids in the cafeteria who was pregnant. And I will never, ever, never, ever forget this moment. Ms. Holland says, like, why are you guys fighting? Why are people fight? Blah, blah, blah. There was a pregnant teacher in there. And Tommy said, she shouldn't have been there then. Tommy was kicked out of the class. Tommy had to go to the principal that day. Tommy didn't go to the principal that often because he, he was very sly and getting, getting other people to take the blame for him. But he said that, and Ms. Holland said, was not having any of it. Seems like this guy just wants to have open debates with kids, but he wants his side hurt. Why does this guy have a job? I mean, I know I'm old school, you know, criticizing him for his tattoos, a guy who has tattoos. Uh, I know someone whose teen came home a week or so ago and told her parents that they are white supremacists supporting Trump. The kicker is they're from the fucking Middle East. She said her teacher was telling them about bad things Trump has done. Uh-huh. Of course. They turned into colleges because not enough kids were going to college to hear the indoctrination there, so they had to move to lower grades to get all the kiddos. 
They focused on training the teachers to go out and live this life. A teacher friend of mine doing his uh, admin master's degree said one of the big theories they now push is reconstruction critical theory where they should go uh, be the where they should go be the change they want to see. By the way, there is a school board meeting tonight at Indercombe High. If anybody wants to, oh, I think that one will be attended by a lot of people. And I think it will be attended by a lot of people whose kids don't go to that school in that district. This is beyond sickening. This guy has an, a fucking Antifa flag up. Now, come on. Look, look, look. Us fine Americans... We've allowed different flags to be flown in classrooms. We've allowed the the rainbow flag up there, which, by the way, is stolen from the Bible, but that's a whole different story. We've allowed that to happen. We've allowed teachers to take down the American flag because it scares too many people. I've never been scared by a flag, by the way. I just want to let you guys know. No flag has ever scared me. This flag, though, this is a flag of hate. Yeah, everybody wants to say the Confederate flag is such a flag of hate. First of all, learn what the Confederate flag is. The Stars and Bars is not the Confederate flag. The Stars and Bars were a regiment in the Confederate Army's flag. I just blew your minds, didn't I? The Confederate flag isn't the Stars and Bars. But this guy's flag represents nothing but anarchy and hate. This guy's flag represents the groups that made those those protesters last summer. And let me tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll echo something. There are good people at those rallies, the peaceful ones. There are people that do want to see change. I'm one of those people that want to see the police departments get the bad guys out of there. The problem is then these thugs show up, and they dress in all black so nobody can recognize them because they're that tough. And I I, I see a picture of this guy, and he's exactly what they are, a bunch of fucking whiny, skinny fucking nerds who bring weapons to peaceful rallies. You know who doesn't bring weapons to peaceful rallies? Peaceful protesters. These people want to burn the system down. Did you know there's a stat out there, and I've got to look up the exact number, and I I saw Bill Maher talking about this, and I meant to look it up, that 33% of millennials want to abolish the police. Not defund, abolish What kind of world are we living in if we don't have police? What happens? Yeah, it was the South's battle flag, Arnie hitting us with that good Civil War knowledge. It was was a regiment's flag. It was a battle flag. It was not the flag that represented the Confederacy. So all these people, that, and I love seeing posts, Somebody's got the stars and bars on there, and they got a big line through it. You lost. Ha, 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 ha. 
You're laughing at Americans that lost? Well, they're treasonous. They weren't treasonous Americans. They were fighting for the same cause that they fought for against the British. Taxation without representation, my friends. And now we're allowing teachers to brainwash our kids, say it's okay to burn down local businesses. Do you remember last year in Sacramento? I, I, I remember this last year in Sacramento. During the, during the, uh, the protests and the, 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 the violence, I know Taro from Makuni, the guy who runs all the Makuni restaurants. I know him. Played golf with him. He's a friend of mine. And, yes, I'm name-dropping right now. Um, it was right after all the COVID restrictions were released, or, or a lot of them were. And they had a rally in downtown Sacramento, and he had just opened up his business. Now, he's not a guy who needs the downtown store. It does help, though. It's a big chunk of his fucking income. And they destroyed all the windows of his business. Now, why did they destroy all the windows of his business? This guy's from Japan. Literally born in Japan. Became an American citizen. Did it the right way. And they broke all the windows of his establishment. Why? (coughs) Because they don't give a fuck. How is that helping the cause? This is really sad. Antifa is the reason why I left my job in photojournalism. I did since 2017. I couldn't afford a plate carrier. I had to pick between a job that I loved or my life. That sucks. That's horrible to read that. I remember last year when all these people were rioting in Portland. Oh, wait, that's still happening. I agree with you on both flags and what they truly represent. Thanks, Alicia. It's all good. I'm currently lost, but I'll figure it out. I I, I think that you can get back into it. You're just going to have to change your angle of photojournalism. And, hey, if you still like to do politics and shit, just get into this fucking, get into sports journalism. Sports photojournalism. You're going to see plenty of political shit there. Or you just wait for stories like this next one right here. Now, now she sent me, uh, she sent me a, a text here from Captain Idiot herself, Corey Bush, who's come out and is railing against this new law here in Texas about the anti-abortion law. Now, look, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of it, but I, I, I'm not a fan of it because you're telling people what they can and can't do with their body. So that's why I'm not a fan. But she comes out and she says, I'm thinking about the black, brown, low-income, queer, and young folks in Texas. These folks, the folks this abortion health care ban will uh, disappropriately harm. Wealthy white folks will have all means to access abortion care. Our communities won't. Well, first of all, why is anybody that's queer getting into an abortion? I don't understand that one, but okay. Um, black, brown, low income, young folks. Well, young folks don't have a lot of income because, well, they don't work a lot. And by the way, by the way, 
this this thing that's illegal here in the state of Texas. So if you have means and you're white, of course, because black people have no means. There are no people of color who have ever made any money in Cori Bush's world, even though she's making plenty of it. And I believe she did collect rent from people last year to the tune of $60,000. She made in rent money, but supports the moratorium on paying rent, which I, I, I like my head spins. Um, wealthy white folks will have the means to access abortion care. That means they have to go out of state. Our communities won't. You don't have cars? You, you, you can't afford a trip to Louisiana? I, I, I mean, I, it, but it, it's more than even that. <sighs> but it gets even stupider. A few weeks ago, and I didn't do this story, about the University of Wisconsin at Madison. They removed a giant rock there because the rock was racist. Yeah, yes, I said that. that that's correct. The rock was racist. Well, now... There's a flyer going around at the University of Wisconsin at Madison that is a welcome barbecue for new students, but only of color. I want you to think about that. See, when you allow a group to do something and another group not to allow to do something based on the color of their skin, that's the definition of racism. They're having a racist barbecue. This is a colored folk only, whether you're black, brown, yellow, green, purple. We don't even want any white folks at this. This is a a segregated barbecue. So, hey, to all those people that marched in the 60s, this generation says, fuck you. We want segregation. We want black-only things. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. I, I, honest, I honestly don't know what to say about that. When a group comes out and says this shit, I don't know what to say. Because I know whatever I'm going to say as the the guilty white rich guy, which I'm not guilty and I ain't rich. If I say go ahead and have it, oh, you'd like it, right? Because you want a world without black people. And if I say I'm opposed to it, oh, you want to hold us down. We can't even have our own things anymore. They've gotten to a point where they win every side of the argument and you just have to go, oh, okay. Because you don't want to be canceled. Well, cancel me. I'm dead set against this barbecue. This barbecue is more racist than anything I've ever said or done on this show. And honestly, let me just say this right now. To the administration at the University of Madison, Wisconsin. You are an idiot! (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot! Oh, what a loser!
loser! No offense, but you are a stupid asshole. I mean, seriously. No, The Rock is not racist, Douglas. Uh, Arnie, did I send you the Sack B saying the streets in Sacramento? Yeah, I saw that the streets are racist in Sacramento, and that's just piggybacking on good old Mayor Pootyage, Mayor Pete, who's now the Secretary of Transportation and says all the roads here in America are racist. Is also being pushed in public schools. No history is being taught, and they're marching these black and Latino kids back into segregation, this time by choice. Man, oh, man. I, I Literally, I just have to shake my head. I, th- this is truly, truly stupid. Oh, I, I, I didn't tell my jokes yet today. I apologize, everybody. Uh, let's see. Uh, what did I tell today? How do you know when a person from Chernobyl is happy? They wag their tail. Why can't Barbie get pregnant? Because Ken comes in a different box. And the last one. (laughs) Sorry, Harrison. What do you get when you cross Chris Benoit and O.J. Simpson? Murdered. I know those are fucking awful. I'm so sorry. Oh, that also, uh, okay, I read that right there. Yes, the, the mean streets now are racist in Sacramento. The streets. Not the people, streets. Inanimate objects. Oh man. I I, I like I said, I, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Now this shouldn't shock you. Schools in New York City. New York City Thanks to the Department of Education are rethinking honor rolls and class rankings because they're, quote, detrimental to some kids. Now, I'm not going to say who sent me this story, but it was between that person and me, and that person was telling me how that was their thing in high school, was to study and get good grades so they could go to a good school and then get a good job. I've talked about this at length on the show here how some schools around the country have gotten rid of valedictorians and things like that. You can do it all you want. Let me just tell you, the kids still fucking keep track. Okay, The kids know their GPA, especially the really, really smart ones. They got really rid of valedictorians because they, they thought that made other kids feel bad because they didn't get to speak at graduation. Now, I don't know about y'all. But graduation day was a day that I didn't really want to sit there. I just wanted to hand, get my handed my diploma and then go get fucked up that night. I, I, when when at the, our valedictorian's first name was Laura. I know that much about her. She worked Tom Thumb by my, my house. And I would say hello to her. We, we were in the same graduating class, but she was in all AP classes. This girl... Ate, drank, and slept school. Her extracurricular activities were like the National Honor Society and like the Historic Society. You know, things she could learn as well. 
My niece was this way. My niece graduated second in her class. Obviously, she got my genetics somehow. My niece, uh, Gina, or Quina, whichever one you want to call her. Her name's Gina, but we called her either Quina or I called her Gina. Mom doesn't like when I call her Gina, though. And I don't give a fuck. Um, but you're taking this away from these kids. Look, look. I had plenty of stuff to make me happy in high school, whether it be sports, whether it be my friends, whether it be going out and drinking and partying. That was my high school experience. And to take away the high school experience that some of these valedictorians have, this is their goal in life, is to graduate first in their class and get to go to a good college. And I believe that, that Laura girl, I believe she went to, to Brown University, which is an Ivy League school. It's a great school. Not a lot of kids from Garland, Texas, go to Brown University. And the person that sent me this was talking about how this was, the, this was their thing in high school. And they loved it, and they enjoyed it. And now, once again, shit's being taken away from on the guise of, well, the kids that did. Well, wait a second here. Let me just say this right now. And, and yeah, EGB, I felt bad for the valedictorian. They were dorks. Yes, they were dorks. Valedictorian, salutatorian, they were dorks. I know that. And, and by the way, they knew it too. But that was their thing. You know why? Because you make fun of them now. Later on, you're going to have to kiss their ass when you call them boss. And that's the truth. Kids don't feel bad. I'm here to tell you right now. Kids do not, in the graduating class, when you see the valedictorian wasting their time on stage, and I remember her speech was carpe diem. Right around the time, it was about a year after the the, uh, Dead Poets Society movie came out. And her whole speech was based on that because probably that was the only movie she was ever allowed to see because it had to do with learning. And that's fine. It was a good speech. Went on a little bit too long just because I wanted to go out and drink afterwards. Yeah, and and there it is right there. Ryan says, I own my nerdiness from high school. Proud? Proudly. Big dork here. Hey, I, I was a proud fucking degenerate drinker. And did not live up to my potential in high school. I know that. I'm fine with it. You know why? Because I loved high school. I don't know about you guys. I had a great time in high school. High school was fun to me. And I think if you were to ask these people who studied their ass off, people like Arise, people like the valedictorians, they had fun studying their ass off because they had a goal in mind. Now we're not even allowing that because the Department of Education says, well, it could make other kids feel bad. So now what does that mean? It could make other kids feel bad. Does that mean that when a kid shows up to school with a brand new pair of shoes, they can't wear them anymore because it might make other kids feel bad because they can't afford them? Now, see, then I would have been in that, in that category there. My parents couldn't afford new Jordans for me. Did I want them? I wanted them more than anything. But we couldn't afford that. Now, when a kid showed up at school with new Jordans on, I was jealous of them because they had new Jordans. But it didn't make me feel bad. You see, what it did instead was it motivated me. 
that when I did start making my own money, I was going to make up for the things I didn't have. And I still do it today. My parents were not horrible people and didn't keep things from me because they didn't want me to have them. We couldn't afford it. And that was simply told to me, Arnie, we can't afford that. I said, okay. Now, later in life, when I was doing morning radio, making a great living, I bought Jordans. I bought kick-ass sunglasses. Still do buy kick-ass stuff. Why? Because half the time I can afford it. If I can't afford it, then I can't get it. And that's what being a valedictorian should do. It should motivate other kids who didn't study or work hard to achieve something later in life. And now we're taking that aspect of school away. I, 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 I'm almost at a loss for words, but I'm not, just because that's the way our country is now. If everybody can't have it, then nobody can. Boy, oh boy, I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound too American to me. Well, if every kid can't be a valedictorian, then we shouldn't, we shouldn't you know, point out the ones that can't. So what about individual sports? Do we have to get rid of those two? Or does everybody win? Derek says, I actually dropped out of high school just so I could start working because I was so bored. There you go. Derek hated high school. Uh, Rise said, I still had a great time with my friends. Kids shouldn't get everything they desire as they will become entitled and less appreciative. And that's what we've done. We've started giving in to them for everything. Mommy, that girl gets to talk in front of the school. How many speeches now? Are there going to be like 800 speeches now at graduation? I don't want any part of that. That's ridiculous. Remember, everyone gets a trophy. I, I forget. I forgot. That's right. Everybody gets a trophy now. I, along with a lot of people, blame that old broad who spilt coffee on herself for the downfall of America, who got $9 million because the coffee was too hot. I'm wrong. I admit I'm wrong. It's when the first last place kid ever got a trophy. That was the end. We started handing out trophies to everybody. One of my favorite shows, did anybody watch, anybody remember that show Friday Night Tykes? It was based on like eight to ten-year-olds here in the state of Texas playing football because football is God here. And uh, these kids, they had coaches that fucking ran them, that, teach, that, that drove them like college players. Now, I'll never forget the first episode. This mom, she transferred her kid from like, like the YMCA league to the Big Tough League. She's meeting with the coach. She's like, yeah, my son was better than those players, and I want him to play in a league where you're only rewarded for winning. He's like, well, you're in the right league. And this, then, then the lady, she sucked up to become team mom to where she's the one bringing the drinks and everything because the truth of the matter is her kid sucked. And her kid barely got any playing time, any PT from coach. So she'd always be like, hey, coach, what about my son? Blah, 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 blah. At the end of the season, I, at the beginning of the season, she's like, I, I, my kid, they finished in third place. And I didn't want them to have a trophy. The end of that first season with a really good team, that mom, 
on her own dime, went out and purchased every kid a trophy on that team. By the way, team finished like one and nine. There was a team that lost all ten games. So the kids on the one and nine team get a trophy. They weren't even the worst team in the league. And they still got trophies. Is that the one with the heavier black mom whose kid was hardly ever put in? The one who fought for trophies and bought them all trophies? Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was literally dumbfounded. When I, when I watched that last episode and I saw that she had gotten trophies for this team, I'm like, huh? If I can impart any wisdom on anybody, this is the wisdom I'd like to impart. Everybody doesn't want their kids to feel bad. I get that. I get that. My parents didn't want me to feel bad, but it's something that happens. I think my parents did a lot of shit to me to feel bad to where I I had to fucking change. And if I didn't want to feel bad, I had to accomplish something. But now we're just there to coddle our kids. Oh, they're there. They're there. You'll get a trophy. I don't want a trophy. I finished in last place. I don't want a trophy. I didn't get it. I didn't want a second place trophy when I was competing. I didn't. Trophies, look, man, trophies are for first place. It was a funny line in Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights, but it's the fucking truth. If you ain't first, you're last. If you ain't first, you lost. There you go. My kids were in karate for a while. I couldn't stand the pay for belt progression. Basically, it was like this. Parents pay for the next belt. If they don't pass the test, the parents get refunded. No kids ever failed. I didn't like that and took them out of karate. They're not earning it. I'm not going to allow my kids to be there. Yeah. You're a good parent. You're teaching your kids the right way, in my opinion. But what do I know? I don't even have kids. How dare you talk about kids, Arnie? You don't even have kids. Okay. Well, I guess I can't talk about how China is because I ain't never been there. Oh, that's right. I can. I forgot. Speaking of China, China just banned video games. New rules and restrictions on playing for too long. Boy, that's what I want. I want the government to know how long I'm playing video games for. Uh, My son's Taekwondo teacher made it clear to everyone that if the kid doesn't pass, they don't pass. They can wait three months like everyone else. I knew that was a place for me. Yeah. Make that kid earn it. If the kid wants to do it and they want to get better at it, you got to earn it. What happened to earning things? Is earning shit too hard? I mean, I mean, seriously. What else does a kid have to do except practice karate and do homework? They don't have to play video games. They don't have to watch TV. Hell, they don't even have to practice their taekwondo or karate. The only thing kids have to do is eat, sleep, shit, and learn. That's all they have to do. These parents that stick their kids in 46 different programs just so it looks good on a college application. What are you teaching your kid? Teaching your kid, A, to lie. And B, you're teaching your kid to be in all these groups and not be very good at it. 
it's okay to half-ass. My mom, that was her favorite phrase to me. If I was doing something, she would say, don't half-ass it. This is why I get so worked up and upset at myself when something doesn't happen is because I think that I've done all the work I need to do. Because I try not to half-ass things. And when it doesn't work out, I'm pissed because it just shows I did half-ass things. And I have to work harder. Oh, I get so angry at myself. Uh, That's why karate is a shit martial art. One, not applicable in real-life situations, combat, and they've moved so far away from earning merit. Uh, Ogre, that is a good teacher. This is Addict Brian saying that. I like the instructor on a personal level, just dislike that part of pay to play. It reminded me of microtransactions in video games. Yes, I'm a nerd that plays video. And you're not a nerd. That's your thing. Thankfully, he's an awesome teacher and has great uh, coaches in the classroom. He enrolled forces, a kid's achievements during demonstrations with asking for applause, and it totally shows my son can't wait to go to his class. Playing football is important for kids. To, look, look. You know how yesterday I said everybody has problems, and those problems are real to them? Well, shit that's important to people is important to them. You could give two shits. I had to, Brian, you say you're, you're a nerd for liking video games. No, you're not. That's what you like. That's what makes you you. Okay? Studying, getting ahead in class, that's what made Erised her in high school. Okay? Me getting stupidly drunk and making everybody laugh, well, it turned into a career for me to make everybody laugh. But that's what made me happy. That's what I wanted to do. I'm just, I, I, I'm at such a loss for our current society. I, my, Brian, who was on the show on Friday, he was on the news last night because, like I told you guys, I think yesterday, um, he went out and stood for 130 minutes holding an American flag full-dress uniform with 13 other American flags up around him to honor the 13 Marines that were murdered in Afghanistan. The news came to his house, and they interviewed him, and they edited it up and chopped it up. And he put the entire interview up on his Facebook page. And I couldn't believe that there was one question. When they say there are no stupid questions out there, They obviously don't watch the news. So he was on TV for about two minutes. The interview itself lasted for about five minutes. And about halfway through this interview, so they've asked him about the flag. They've asked him about the fallen Marines. He's in uniform, right? The photographer, the the cameraman that's doing the interview because they, they, they don't want to send a reporter out to do it, Ask this question. Are you ready for this question? He said, did you serve? Huh? No, no. He, he's got a fake Marine uniform. That's all bullshit. He, he didn't. Did you serve? What kind of fucking question is that? 
did you serve? Oh, my God. <sighs> my love of cupcakes turned me into a larger version of me. Sports are so important. Feeling upset from losing is important. Feeling pride from winning is important. My boys are grappling or sparring, and one gets the better of the other. It becomes an emotional issue, which is where I and their coach come in and point out this is a part of life, and this is how we learn. More kids need this. Yes, I will say it once again on this show. As much as I hate losing, losing is the best thing that can happen for you. Because you learn so much more from a loss than you do a win. You do, lo- you do learn from winning. And if you're a person that, that enjoys winning and thrives at winning, then that means you will continue on that road. And you know you're going to face better competition. So if you want to feel that good feeling all the way through, you better keep winning games. And more times than not, the team loses, and it hurts. And losing sucks. Losing is horrible. Losing sucks. And, by the way, I think it's very unacceptable. Losing is unacceptable if you don't learn from it. If you learn from it and correct your mistakes and you go out there the next time and you do not lose, in turn you win, that feeling is so much better. And now you know how it sticks in your craw when you lost. So you're going to try even that much harder the next time. Now, getting back to China here, the state-controlled publication Zinana has reported that video game companies can only provide service to kids on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and public holidays between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. All online gaming must be a real-time verification system for both citizens of China and visitors to the country. 62.5% of people of Chinese minors play video games. The others are in camps learning how to sew Nike shoes. Uh, What will I learn if the long... uh, Hold on, I'll get back to that. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Dumbass. Uh, What will you learn if the Longhorns lose to Louisiana Saturday? That the hype around Steve Sarkeesian is just that hype. That's what I'll learn. I'll learn that I'll be pissed off like shit like I was the last two opening starts when we lost to Maryland both times. I'll learn that we'll have no shot at any sort of good bowl game if we lose that game. Hang down, Jen says, my sons and stepson all wrestled, grappled, did jujitsu and Muay Thai and catch. And it was the most formidable years ever. They grew so much and more importantly learned that the loss they experienced was their own against someone of equal weight. Did they want it more? Teaches them humility and pride so much. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about golf. You know, you, you, you turn on a game and, and everybody, oh, golf's so boring, golf's terrible, blah, blah, blah. Okay, hey, that's fine if you want to feel that way. But what golf is, is you against the golf course. You're not taking on other players. If you're in a tournament, sure, it's competition. But your only competition is the golf course. 
That's it. That's who you're competing against. In essence, you're competing against yourself. You have to call penalties on yourself in golf. Golf, to me, is probably one of the greatest individual sports slash games that you can play. If you don't practice, you're not going to get any better. Golf will be the first sport to teach you that. Anybody can run. You hand somebody a ball, they can run. And I'm not, I'm not trying to degrade that. But that's about the only natural. Look, look. Do you want to know why soccer is so, so um, important around the world? It's because everybody can do it. Now, not everybody can do it at the level of Messi or Ronaldo or Cristiano Ronaldo. But everybody can play. It's a poor people's sport. That's what soccer is. I'll, I'll say it. I ain't afraid. It's a sport for poor people. You can cut off a goat's head and use that as a soccer ball and kick it between the two homeless bums that just died at the end of the street. Goal! But there are nuances in that game. Now, I don't care for it. Not saying it, it, it's not my cup of tea because I don't like things that end in ties. I think ties like fucking kissing your sister with tongue. You have to learn how to work as a team to win. And there are plenty of individuals on that team that are good enough to carry that team on their back. Well, that's okay. Because they've studied the nuances and they practiced and they got better. And they can do things that other people can't. I saw an interview recently with... Uh, fucking banana hands, Tony Robbins. And he was talking about interviewing Michael Jordan. And he asked him the question, what makes you so great? Why are you, are, are, is winning that important to you? And Michael Jordan simply said, look, I was cut from the high school basketball team my sophomore year. The greatest basketball player to ever lace up a pair of shoes was cut his sophomore year. He demands better of himself every time he takes the court to where he's not competing necessarily against the New York Knicks. He's competing against himself. That was some deep shit when I heard that. I was like, whoa. Not many people can do that. Not many people can force themselves to outdo themselves on a daily basis. Not many people are built for that. I get it. And this is why the greats are so great. The suck is what makes it great. You think a young Michael Jordan sitting out at a basketball hoop somewhere in North Carolina when he was in high school. Shooting a 1,000 jump shots was really fun for him. No, but that's what he wanted to do with his life. So many times now we hand things over to kids because the suck part of it's too hard. I'm here to tell you it's not too hard. It's never too hard. If it gets too hard, then you're not ready for it. You're not prepared enough for it. 
go out there and this is why the military has a phrase. And I learned this phrase from a buddy of mine who was a SEAL instructor. The military is told to embrace the suck. It's going to suck being in Afghanistan because it's 130 degrees on. You're wearing fucking so much uniform and Kevlar and shit. You're wearing another 100 pounds on your body. Long sleeves covered from head to toe. That's going to suck. And you just have to understand, this sucks. Embrace the suck. One of the best things I ever learned from my friend John. Mm -hmm. People that are not embracing the suck, people in businesses in California. California businesses exiting surges this year. Dealing what they call a death nail to the state's economy. 265 companies have relocated their their companies outside of California. Wow. Wow. That is truly amazing to me. These aren't all small businesses. Texas has 114 of those companies. By the way, we don't want them. No, no, no. Stop voting that way then. God damn it. Tennessee and Arizona, mainly due to the low regulations those states have for business. Why? Because they realize that business employs people. People who have, that have jobs have money. People that have money spend their money. We're Americans. We don't save it. We spend our money. That's what makes the world go around. Wow. Now, this is something you need to pay attention to, Californians. The population in the state last year, 2020, declined by 182,083 people which is the first time that that stat, new residents or or, or people coming to California, people versus leaving, it's the first time it's ever been minus since 1900. Shouldn't that be a red flag to people in that state? The first time in 120 years that more people left the state then came to the state. <sighs> Hot Mama says, not shocking. California sucks. Hangtown Jen says, you know when you're raised by a military man, when you know the phrase embrace the suck, from your loving father who has just told you your weekend will consist of chopping and stacking the two cords of oak that was just delivered. I just thought my dad was a dick. Never thought uh, past having to stack wood or clean horse stalls that his saying may have just had a point. Yeah. That's why uh, we say uh, where we hike in a mountain, embrace the suck, because half the hiking in the mountain sucks. Yeah, it, that, that's what you have to. No matter what it is, you embrace the suck. They should probably stop shitting where they eat and sleep. These big tech companies, one example of many, are the ones bringing their liberal agendas and making it impractical to run businesses. 
Bill Maher was talking about it. Uh, Ghost says California's a shithole. Arnie and I made history. Brad a kid. Uh, so what have you been talking about for the last 10, 15 minutes? I missed out because I was doing my job. Well, good for you. I was talking about how California has lost more residents than ever. 182,000 people last year left California. First time the number has been in the minus stage in 100 years. Uh, coming to the desolation of New Mexico and seeing what has befallen California, I feel like Thor at the end of Ragnarok, seeing Asgard destroyed and feeling like you have no home. Isn't that sad? And I totally get it. I totally get it. Man, oh, man. So, take it for what it's worth, but man, oh, man. God almighty. All right, we'll take one more break here. We come back. We have, look, I'm going to lighten things up a lot. I promise. I'm going to lighten everything up here. Uh, We're going to talk about, let's see, what do we got here? I got that. Got to delete that. Oh, we have lots and lots of, like, entertainment-type type cool news and stuff like that. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We had, we had, they Come along, Come in the door, door. get on the floor, floor. hard rock, hard hitting hip hop. 
Come on, man. And with the local DBC News, Ellen Cool J with a triumphant comeback. More assault. But tonight. Don't call it a comeback.
1-877-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. A couple pieces of housekeeping here. Yes, tickets are available for the big September 17th show happening at the Esquire IMAX. If you weren't here early this morning to hear the big gigantic news, Cindy will be opening the show for Ellis and I. It's going to be an awesome night of comedy. Cindy has new material, and I was dying. I mean, dying with her new material last night. So uh, tickets available at ArnieRadio.com for that show. Also, if you cannot make it to Sacramento, not to worry. I have started. Oh, wait, hold on. Whenever I do this, I I have to play this music, I guess, now. Um, I have started my only fans page. Yeah, that's right. And if you can't make it to Sacramento to go to that show, then... No big deal. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to upload it on OnlyFans. When I have more details about everything and how you can link to it, hopefully I'll have a link on my website. That way I can just put it on the website. You click the link, you pay, you get to watch the video. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I want to do. I want to make it easy. So uh, those are the two big ones. There's another one. Tomorrow I am supposed to be on... A fellow comedian's podcast, uh, Mike Betancourt, very talented guy, does great fucking voices. Amazing. Funny fucking guy. Super nice, too. One of the most friendly comedians I've ever met. Um, I'm going to be on his podcast, me, myself, and I, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully today I'll get some times, and I believe it's going to be a streaming type thing where I'm going to be able to be on video with him. So I'm really looking forward to that because he is really a good guy and he's a big wrestling fan. And I know that we'll end up talking wrestling on that. By the way, for everybody that wanted a wrestling show, Tommy's been very, very busy lately. And I, when I talked to him yesterday, I was like, hey, man, you, I know you're busy, so there's no rush. So we're about three weeks out from an evening wrestling show with Tommy. For all my wrestling fans out there. Don't really have a date secured yet, but we know it's going to happen. So that's good news right there. That is really, really good news right there. Now, uh, let's see. Before Ogre leaves, I want to make sure, uh, don't forget your OnlyFans. You also get extra spicy content on OnlyFans. If you thought Ernie was hot on the Bot Squad calendar, you haven't seen anything. That, oh, you just, Douglas, bravo, bravo. Yeah, I, I have an idea. I, I Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Once I figure out how to work this OnlyFans thing, yeah, I have a great idea. Uh, if Cindy's going to be there, I got to buy tickets. Just because I need to get tickets, just money been tight, hopefully this weekend. All right. Hey, man. Hey, no problem. Yeah, hey, they're going to be selling tickets at the door. So, I, I, unless it sells out. So, you got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Got 16 days. Um, Ogre. Let's see, is he still? Yeah, he's here. I, I can see him in the room. Ogre, I, I need a favor. I need a favor from you. I don't ask for much. But since you are a recording artist now, and your album is available, please and, and please pimp, pimp where they can get your album and what it's called. I know that you found this, this niche of working with music. I need a jingle. I need a jingle for the Markles. No, it doesn't have to be long. It'd be like 10 seconds. I just need a jingle for the Markles because we have so many stories about Meghan Markle and her husband, Harry Markle. 
Yeah, he took her last name. I, 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 I can almost, I can almost say this right here. Ah, guarantee. Terrible and awful. Make me eat a waffle. You gotta ask our knee. Mama said, ask our knee. I'm a terrible rapper, Christopher. Uh, uh, okay, that 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 it's a suggestion for an Ask Arnie song. Okay. By the way, I didn't sing yesterday. Uh, okay, now that it's soaked in fully, Arnie OnlyFans, and now that you mentioned Bod Squad calendar, I have to say, when I said I felt a bit dirty earlier, I'm 100% now. Oh, just wait. It's going to get worse. Now we know that Harry, Harry Markle is getting pegged. Oh, on a nightly basis. But when, when I hear a story like this, for the Markles, like a jingling guitar thing, I can try that. I could try uh, making an old school strings jingle. My voice sucks, though. I can give it a try. Just give me what you want, and I'll try. Let's see. Uh, her name's Megan. His name's Harry. They're known as the Markles. Something like that. Just something like that. You, you know, it doesn't have to be so intrusive. But I think that they deserve a jingle for all the shit that I give them. <laughs> Two Buckingham staff palace or palace staffers who accused Megan of bullying have rescinded their claims. Well, look at that. Look at that. It seems somebody who has hundreds of millions of dollars now, the Markles, royal reporters claim the epilogue of their newly updated biography, Finding Freedom, upon discovery of a formal complaint by the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Two of the individuals mentioned in the email asked for any allegations made to HR about their experiences with Meghan be rescinded. I'm very concerned that the Duchess was able to bully two PAs out of the household in the past year. But maybe his... (laughs) His crotch is smelly. Her pussy is helly. They're the Markles. Yeah, uh, something like that. Something, you know, <laughs> he's a ginger. Wait, what rhymes with ginger? Now that ain't going to work. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yes, Harry's been known as the leader of tools, but her pussy is known to make all the rules, the Markles. <laughs> I, it just hit me I, that we need a jingle for these two ass clowns. I mean, this is quite the big rescind, rescinding of it. The, she's bullying uh, people and seeing to undermine their confidence. We've had report after report from people who have witnessed unacceptable behavior towards this one employee. So people have complained about her, and then the people that, that, that are looking out for other employees, the other employees who, who's getting shit on, they're saying, oh, no, no, she did fine. I hate her. I, I truly do. What a wanker. Her vag is like an oil tanker. <laughs> the Markles. Meet the ginger. Dun, 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 dun. Meet the ginger, Harry Markle. Meet the pegger, dun, 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 Megan Markle. Harry and Meghan Markle Her pussy's known to sparkle (laughs) 
Meet Meghan Markle, her bitch Harry. <laughs> anything, anything. Ogre doesn't even have. I, I look. look it, it's up to you, buddy, or anybody. If anybody wants to send me an email and they got, I'll stick it in the sound effect machine, because I think that they they need their own jingle. For they're the couple I hate more than any other couple on the face of the earth. And I don't hate them because they're happy. Because I'll, I'll, let me just say this right now. There is no way. You remember the scene in, in Smoking the Bandit where, where Sheriff Justice comes back to the car and he looks at his son and he goes, there's no way you came from my loins. I can say this with authority. There is no way that Harry is happy. And I'll tell you why. We can go all the way back to Afghanistan for this. Oh, Douglas has an idea for me. Okay, Douglas, hey, you're up for it too, buddy. Hey, I know that you got your band. When's your band playing again, Douglas? Um, it's a culture thing. You know how the, that culture is? They, they go to the strongest tribe in Afghanistan. Harry's culture is this. Harry was raised with a, a gigantic, I won't even call it a spoon, he was born with a silver shovel in his mouth, okay? You want to talk about rich beyond anybody's ideas? And he doesn't have to do anything. He got all that by being born. You think he really wants to roll his sleeves up, get dirty? This is why they produced 36 minutes of content for Spotify, even though Spotify paid them Joe Rogan money. 36 minutes. They outed the fucking royal family, which, and by the way, he's a big family guy. He cannot, not not the TV show. But he, he loves his family. He loves his grandma. He is a grandma's boy. I've never seen anybody turn on their grandparents like that before. Short of, you know, grandpa fucking diddling the kid or whatever. Prince Philip, that guy was creepy as on his own. Hey, boys, hey, let me see you in your knickers. He just looked like that dirty old English guy you see in movies. Yeah, I'm Prince Philip. I've got a huge cock. At the end of the jingle, put a recording of Ted Lasso, the crowd chanting, wanker, wanker. I have a Ted Lasso story coming up. Damn, that's such a good show. Uh, Let's see. Uh, How about the Brady Bunch? When a lady met this ginger... I can see Douglas throwing this out his next gig. Hey, guys, keeping up with me next one, KFG. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's no way this guy's happy. He, look, man, he's happy. I'll say this. He's happy for one thing and one thing only. At least he gets good food here in America. Not saying that, that, that he didn't get good food in Buckingham Palace because they can get whatever they want in Buckingham Palace. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Gordon, he's, he's probably eating a few meals with Gordon Ramsay. But, but and, and, and look, that's, that's probably going to be pretty damn good. It is, is it as good as, I don't know, a burrito supreme? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, he's going to eat some kind of fucking weird British fucking blood pie, blood cake, whatever the fuck they got over there. Is that as good as a slice of pizza? No. So he's probably happy with the food here in America. But nobody's, he doesn't have royal bathers anymore. You know Megan put a stop to that. 
He doesn't have somebody. He's got to clip his own toenails. What the fuck? I mean, look, look, let me just say this right now. I know Harrison the other day was laughing his ass off about how crooked my run for Senate would be. (laughs) How fucking terrible my campaign would be. Imagine me as a king. That movie King Ralph didn't do any justice to what I would do to the throne. I would sit on that throne and it would have a cutout in it to where I hit a button and it turns into a toilet. I would just sit on that and rule over British people all day long. Hear ye, hear ye. Someone needs to clip my toenails. Oh, I'd be off with somebody's head at least once a day. Some motherfuckers getting their head chopped off every damn day. Off topic, but with football season coming up, here's one for the Bama fans. Oh, God. There you go. Hey, Warbird, we're talking to you. Oh, Jesus, this guy. I've seen this guy before. We were doing the letter of the day. My teacher told me to stand up and tell the class something that I'm not good at, starting with the letter C. I said, spelling, roll tide. One day at school, we were doing the letter of the day. My teacher told me to stand up and tell the class something that I'm not good at, starting with the letter C. I said, spelling, roll tide. There you go. There's the entrance exam to the University of Alabama. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we'll get into all that on Thursday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, good old Joe Murphy's going to be on the show tomorrow, and we're going to be going over all the big college games this weekend. Next week, next week, next Thursday, we'll go over college games and the NFL. Well, there you go. We'll have a lot. Tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun with Joe. I've known Joe for a long, long time, and he's a great dude, and he's changed his life. And I want to give him another opportunity at broadcasting because I think he was really good at it before. Um, Ted Lasso, if you don't watch, if you don't have Apple TV, I understand. This is, this is a show that stars Jason Sudeikis. And the premise of the show is this woman who owns a soccer club, a football team, if you will, in Great Britain, wants to destroy it so badly because it was her ex-husband's and she won it in a divorce that she decides to hire an American college football coach, meaning American football. Ted Lasso has no idea about soccer. And he comes over here. And let me tell you, this show, this show is a, a great show because it's really, really funny. There are great characters on this show. And it is on it is a tad bit on the positive side. My favorite character on the show, like everybody's, and Tommy's got a shirt coming. And Tom Tommy has blasted me on t-shirts with this. He has a Roy Kent jersey coming. Roy Kent's this bearded fella, this this soccer player who retired is now a coach, but he is awesome. Roy Kent. He's there. He's every fucking where. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Roy Kent is a god. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, shit. They're showing a preview for fucking Yellowstone. Hot damn. November 7th. Can't get here fast enough. By the way, if you have yet to watch Yellowstone, A, what the fuck is wrong with you? And B, they're doing a big marathon over Labor Day weekend. 
Uh, I'm so glad my customers left the room. I'm laughing my ass off at the Roll Tide. I just been watched Ted Lasso this past weekend, and I'm totally hooked. It, it, I best show on TV right now, and I wish it was on network TV. I love it that much, but the critics and people are pissed at it this year, and the reason why, the main reason why, I, somebody said they're tired of Ted being so, so positive all the time. That's his character. This last week's episode, he wasn't that positive at the end of the show. I'm just saying. I've seen Yellowstone, huh? Oh, I've seen Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah, Yellowstone's fucking great. Um, Ted Lasso, though. Ted Lasso, look. Jason Sudeikis' character is Ted. is fantastic. All the characters are awesome on this show. People are upset because they're only releasing one episode at a time. Which, look, for us that love to binge watch stuff, this is what the boys did to us on Amazon. So what Karate Kid the, the, I, I don't think they did it. I think we could binge watch all of, uh, of uh, Cobra Kai. Um, yeah, Roy Kent. Roy, Roy Kent's the truth. All you got to do is like, because he, there are artists that swear. Swearing is an art form. I, I believe I'm pretty good. I'm not quite a Rembrandt yet at swearing. But whoever writes for Ted Lasso and has written the Roy Kent character, oh, it, it, it's like watching Van Gogh curse. He's so good at it. Oh, what a great show. But, yeah, people are upset. Oh, we don't want Roy. We don't want Ted to be so positive all the time. That's what he is, though. And that's what this show is. This show is, like, like, the bare essence of this show is it's teaching you not to bully people. Stuck-up people suck, and if you work hard, you can't achieve your dreams. God forbid we ever have a show like that ever come on again. Uh, Ogre says, adios, uh, familia. I'll start getting the jingle in my head to work on it after. Okay, cool. Have a good day, buddy. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, Ted Lasso is good writing and good acting. Yeah. Oh, fucking. It's awesome. I can't wait for Fridays. Not because it's only Friday, because it's Ted Lasso Day. Ted Lasso Day should be a holiday. D- Jason said, I, I look, I've said it for a long time. Jason Sudeikis was underused on Saturday Night Live. And I think it was a real kick to his nutsack that they brought in. Because his Joe Biden was fantastic. Yeah, you remember when Jason Sudeikis did Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live? He was fantastic because he was like just this old stuck-up guy who was better than everybody. When, when Jim Carrey did it, it was just over-the-top, shitty Jim Carrey. Jason Sudeikis is gold. He is just solid gold. I, I love that guy. Someone who I don't care for very much, especially since he played for the Houston Texans, is a fellow named Jonathan Owens. You're probably like, why are you mentioning some guy who played for the Texans? Well, he used to play. He got cut. What makes this story so delicious is is that Simone Biles' boyfriend. <laughs> do, 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 do you think that the Houston Texans said, well, this might guy, this guy, you know, he might quit on us, make it all the way to the Super Bowl, and then go, yeah, I can't play coach. Two best character chants, Roy Kent and Danny Rojas. 
I love the little Indian dude too. Nate. Nate. Nate's one of my favorite characters on the show. I love Nate on. I like. I like everybody. I even like Jamie, the little prick, the prick dude. I even like him. Everybody on that show is great. Does he really help write that? I didn't know he helped wrote that. That's great. Yeah, Simone Biles, you know, the the girl that quit on her team at the Olympics, yet some people still want to call her the GOAT. I'm not some of those people. I don't think she's the GOAT because she quit. Because she's better than everybody else and she wants to get scores like a 15. Well, that's not possible, hon. It's called a perfect 10 for a reason. They even have a magazine called Perfect 10 that does not live up to its name. I will tell you that right now. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, her boyfriend got cut. He's going to end up on the practice squad. Oh. You're on the practice squad for the Texans? Are you even a part of the NFL? What kind of shit job is that? I mean, you're worse than the Browns. Your quarterback has had sexual misconduct with about every woman in Houston. Where does he end up? Like, everybody's talking about Cam Newton. I I found out that Cam Newton, there's a lot of owners. Look, this isn't going to be a COVID thing, I promise. But there are a lot of owners, Jerry Jones included, wants his players to get vaccinated because the NFL has come out and said, if you don't have enough players to get a team due to COVID, um, that's going to be a forfeit. And Jerry Jones said, no, I, I want my play. And the Cowboys are like 80 or ni- 85 or 90% vaccinated. Cam Newton is one of these guys who doesn't want to take the vaccine, and that's his right. I don't think he's going to become a Dallas Cowboy, which I'm okay with. I don't really want Cam Newton because I don't think Cam Newton's a good quarterback anymore. I definitely don't want this guy from Houston because, fuck, man, I don't want to see him fucking pillaging all through Garland area. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all the the final down to 53-man roster yesterday. And there are some big names out there. There are some decent names out there. Cam Newton's one of them. Cowboys are only carrying carrying fucking two quarterbacks. That's just stupid. We have 11 offensive linemen, okay, 10 defensive linemen. Got seven linebackers. That's too many. I'm sorry, that's way too many linebackers. You need a you need a third quarterback. Tyrone swooped, uh, has been in the practice squad the last two years. Wreck him. Well, I believe Garrett Gilbert will now be the uh, the quarterback of the practice squad because he was let go yesterday as well. These companies are so retarded. The vaccines are useless with the new variant, and they are still getting it. Yeah, I know. Uh, look, hey, I know. I get it, man. I totally get it. I mean, the other day, like, I, I, I did call the news station the other day when the anchor came on in the morning and said, eh, the masks work and, and the vaccine works. No, it doesn't. Neither one do. I, 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 look, I, I will argue till I'm green in the face. And you don't want that. You don't want to make me angry because, well, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Where's the damn Hulk at? Do I not have the Hulk in here? I used to have the Hulk in here. 
Is it under angry? Hold on a second here. We gotta find this. So I gotta tell you, I started doing something here recently. Uh, let's see. Is it under don't make me angry? I'm just gonna look real quick. Oh, 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 oh. Don't don't do that. No, I got that. Make make me angry. I I don't know where it is. I'll have to find it. But yeah, I have the Bill Bixby. Don't make me angry. Um, I started drinking. Uh, and I've never drank coffee before. So I I got a thing of the instant coffee, and I take a half a teaspoon of that and put it in a, a cup, and then I I cut up a li- half a lemon. And that's supposed to help you lose, you know, inches around your gut. What it has done is it has increased my farting. Wow. Man, oh, man. And I am pungent. Woo. Loud and pungent. Good stuff there. Saw an article about how Australia backed down on their mandating Australian truck drivers to get vaccinated. They blocked roads yesterday because of mandates, and they won. Uh, odds Houston goes 0-17. Well, didn't J.J. Watt leave them this year, or is he still on the team? Did he get traded somewhere? Didn't they trade his ass? Boy, I, I would say odds are uh, way better than 50%. I would put it up there around 80% for them going 0-17. Uh, shouldn't have let Dalton go. Uh, Cowboys are putting all our chips in the deck this year. Yeah, well, they for the next few years. Look, I disagree with it. I disagree with the Dallas Cowboys giving Dak Prescott so much money. First of all, for, let, let, I, I just don't think he's that great a quarterback. He's a good kid. I ain't got nothing against him. I just don't think – when I look at him, I don't go, Super Bowl. I, I just don't. I see Mac Jones up in, uh, up in uh, New England. You look at that kid. Size, power, you look at him and you go, that kid's a winner. Not only because he was a winner at Alabama, but that kid's a winner. And that leg breaking, look, I, I had that thought about Dak before he broke his leg. And when the Cowboys handed him so much money, I just pretty much gave up for the next three years. I'll be happy. I'll support them. They're still my team. I'm still going to watch them. I'm still going to root for them. But I'm not going to be blindly rooting for them as I blindly root for my Longhorns. Letter rip, tater chip. Pretty kid says, oh, fuck, come on. Ugh. I think he's, oh, he's in Arizona. J.J. Watt went to Arizona. What, does J.J. Watt never want to win a championship? That's a terrible place for him. That's terrible. He's near the end of his career because he's been hurt more times than anybody. That motherfucker should have signed with fucking Tampa Bay. Jesus. Arizona ain't going to win the Super Bowl. I can tell you that right now. Nope. See, I, I look at a lot of these guys, and, and this is the way I look at them. This is why I have, and everybody hates me for this. I don't even think it's a system. I think it's something that you're born with. I know everybody hates Tom Brady. 
I, and I respect that. I do. I really do respect that, that you guys hate Tom Brady. I, I'm not going to try to change your minds on that. I know that he's done a lot of bad things. But one thing that Tom Brady never, ever gets the credit for, and he should, Tom Brady, when he was out there winning all those Super Bowls, back before he had seven, when he only had six, or back when he had five, why was he not the highest-paid quarterback in the league? I mean, you have a quarterback that has won five Super Bowls. No other quarterback has ever won five Super Bowls. Why is he not the highest? Why, why, why are there any quarterbacks that make more money than him? Because Tom Brady knew that if he took all that money, then they wouldn't have money to invest in other players. That's why I respect Tom Brady. Tom Brady put the team ahead of him. He knew the money would come. This is why he has a gigantic house wherever he fucking lives. His wife makes billions of dollars a year. No, that's how he does it. He doesn't make money because, well, what about Russell Wilson? His wife is a pop star. She makes more than fucking Giselle. Yet Russell Wilson's one of the top paid quarterbacks in the league with one Super Bowl, and he lost to, uh, that's right, Tom Brady. Mike D says, as a Sooner fan, I didn't know you were a Sooner fan. God damn it. Another one of them has infiltrated my show. Shit, Mike, do you need me to start talking slower? I'm <laughs> just kidding. I don't see why they're ranked so high. I don't either. I, uh, like, I think it's a gift. I think it's a kiss. I do not think they are the number two team in the country. I don't hate Brady. I embrace and respect winners and success. Look, here's I don't care if you hate Brady or not. I understand. Yeah, you had the tuck rule. You had the flake gate. You had the video cameras. There's a lot of bad things that point Brady's way. Yet he went to another team last year, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they won a Super Bowl. Kind of got to give him a little bit of credit every now and then. And he did overcome a 25-point deficit in the second half. Hey, look, hey, man, I understand your hate. I get it. I respect your hate. But these these quarterbacks that, that want these gigantic deals, I understand why they're doing it. But here's the thing, though. Winning will pay your bills for the rest of your life. Do you think that David Ortiz, Big Poppy, when he's in America living in Boston, how much do you think he pays for shit? Do you think David Poppy, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, ever has to buy a meal in Boston? I used to have a fun game that I'd like to play, and maybe we'll bring it back here on the show. I used to call this game, Who Gets the Table? Well, we'll, we'll do a quick run of it here. The, the premise is this. Well, I'll, I'll, I will do, uh, I'll do three cities, Okay. We'll do Boston, L.A., and New York. We'll do the big cities there. And the premise is this. You're at the fanciest restaurant, the newest restaurant, the most trendy restaurant in town. And there's one table left. And we'll start in Boston. Okay, so let me, let me get the people here. And then I'll let you think. 
and I try to I try to get every sport or at least three sports. I have three people. So here we go. Here's our first one. Who gets the table in Boston? David Ortiz, Larry Bird, or Tom Brady? says, I guess I know what team I'll be sporting at the show. Uh, let's see. We got Brady, Brady. Oh, let's see. Sam Malone, Brady. Okay. All right. The defense was more of the reason why the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Well, I ain't going to go there. I Look, man, that, that offense was pretty damn good. You, you got yeah, – I, I can't say that. That's not – that team was not like the Baltimore Ravens or even the 85 Bears. Tampa's defense was good, but it wasn't the old Tampa defense that won against the Raiders. Got to be Brady. Bird, because he doesn't get caught cheating. See, I would, I, I would almost say Tom Brady, since he left, see, there's the clue right there. Tom Brady doesn't get the table because he left, I have to say. I honestly think because the town is so baseball, I think Big Poppy gets the tape. That's what I think. Um. Oh, this one will be good. This one will be tough. All right, now we're moving to L.A. Trendy restaurant in town. And I only use athletes. I only want to use athletes here. Who gets the table in L.A.? Would it be Magic Johnson? Would it be Kobe Bryant? Or would it be Wayne Gretzky? Who gets the table? Magic, nothing else said. Christopher says magic. Oh, I, I, I let, let, let me just. Uh, Harrison says Kobe. Okay. I'm trying to think. New York. I, I don't know why am I drawing a blank with New York sports. Is it because they all suck? I okay. I, I mean, I could have put Gretzky there. Well, no, not really. He, he's gonna. He's alive. <laughs> Oh shit! That's right, Kobe's ashes. My bad. Okay, well, does it? Well, Tommy Lasorda just died, so I can't use him. This is shaping up to be a Mount Rushmore of icons and big city. No, no, just who gets the table? There's no Mount Rushmore to this. All right, let's see. Uh, New York. Uh, 
Oh, the, my favorite one I ever did was Minneapolis. Because this one's tough. Minneapolis is like the hardest one. Now, you have to assume all these people are alive. Okay? Oh, who's the third one in Minneapolis? God damn. Oh, yeah. There you go. This one's tough. Do San Francisco? Okay, I'll do San Francisco next. Uh, First of all, though, Minneapolis. Who gets the table? They're all alive, let's say. Oh, Ewing, Reggie, or Jeter. Oh, there you go. Shit, I didn't even think about the fucking Yankees for a second there. Namath, LT, Patrick Ewing. He was a Nick, right? Ooh, that's a – oh, okay, let's go with that one. Let's do that one there. Christopher, I like it. Let's change one, though. Let's change Joe Namath to Derek Jeter. New York. Okay. Let's go Jeter, LT, and Patrick Ewing. Who gets the table? Mike D. Oh, I, I've got I've got San Francisco. It's kind of tough. Jeter, LT, and Patrick Ewing. This one to me is the toughest. I, I I can take Patrick Ewing out because he never won a championship. LT, if he's not on too much crack, he might get the table. But everybody knows that table is going to Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter alone. All right, here we go. I'll do one more after this, and this one will be the tough one for me. Hold on, I'm writing this shit down. All right, San Francisco's next. You ready? Steph Curry, Buster Posey. Or Joe Montana. Joe Montana's not even fair. So, yeah, yeah I, I'll change that. I'll change Joe Montana to Steve Young. Because we all know Joe would get it. Steve Young, Buster Posey, Steph Curry, who gets the table. And let me just say a yes to one of those. Uh, Steve Young, Posey, Young, Montana takes Steve Young's table. <laughs> yeah, Montana would get that table. I, I think Steve Young still gets the table in San Francisco over Buster Posey. Whoo-wee, this last one is going to be tough. It's the Dallas one. I, and I have an idea for another one here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Okay. The second to last one, and then we're going to call it a show. Dallas tables. Who gets the table in Dallas? Does Troy Aikman get it? Does Dirk Nowinski get it? Or does Nolan Ryan get it? Madonna ain't gonna get it. Braddy gets it. Troy, Nolan, and Dirk. And Sassy Pammy says Nolan. Harrison says Nolan. Ryan, Nolan gets it. Nolan with his beef. If he outfitted the restaurant with beef, then yeah. I think it's between Troy and Nolan. And I, I, I think Nolan's going to out-edge him, even though Nolan has only one World Series, and that was with the Mets. But now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change things up a bit on the who gets the table game because you're walking into the WWE restaurant. You know, i got to bring up wrestling at some point. Um, so here you go. Who gets the restaurant in WWE? Ric Flair, woo, The Undertaker, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Who gets the table? No, not Hogan. Macho Man's the only answer. Ooh, yeah. Macho is not on the list. He's not the choice. You can't go off. This isn't a la carte. By the way, if I were to put, okay, you want me to make it hard, I'll put Macho Man, Hogan, and fucking Ric Flair on there. If it's an older <laughs> restaurant than Flair, Flair, you know the Nature Boy's spending big money. Well, fucking Austin drinks like a damn fish. Okay. Oh, sweet. I got to send these to Young Harm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think it goes, it, look, it's got to go to the, the man. It, 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 it's got to go to Ric Flair. As much as I love Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I do love Steve Austin, my favorite wrestler of all time. We're talking about the nature boy, though. Woo! Yeah, Hulkamania is crap compared to the nature boy. It, 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 and, look. This is why Tommy and I are going to have a wrestling show. Was Macho going to order a Slim Jim? Oh, yeah, Miss Elizabeth. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, Thank you guys for all being here. I do appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie channel, same Arnie time. Uh, Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Joe Murphy on the show tomorrow talking college football. Until then. Adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.